to What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front, weekly podcast where four people with very few inhibitions sit down and watch films and talk about them with each other with you. Woo, drugs! I'm going to start over. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is The Mask. Uh, if you've never heard this podcast before, shame on you. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You should have, you should have known by now. Uh, before we go ahead and tell you what we think about this movie, what we bring to the table, we'd like to set up a pause on pause point. So pop in your DVD or however you choose to watch the movie, press play, and then when you see the, the title card from Dark Horse Entertainment, Fade to Black, the first frame you perceive of all black, go ahead and press pause. What's going to happen is in a few minutes, I'm going to say unpause, I'll say three, two, one, unpause, you'll unpause, I'll unpause, and we'll watch the movie together in perfect sync. Usually we would do this with the distribution company's logo or something like that. But in the case of New Line features, there's about 25 instances of the New Line logo. Uh, we didn't want to pick just one, because there's no way anyone would get that right. You, you'd press on pause on the fourth one, and I'd press on pause on the ninth one, and it'd be a big mess. So, while you guys are getting that set up, let's go ahead and introduce our panelists for this evening. As always, I am Teague Christie, and I'm joined by Brian William Fenifter. Hello, hello. Michael Dorkman Scott. Hello, everyone. And Trey the Amazing Stokes. I have asked you repeatedly to call me Dad. Right. What do you guys? What do you guys think of this particular film? I grew up with this movie. I love this movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it in years, but I, I really enjoyed this film. It may um, it may like fall apart completely. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to hold up because I haven't seen it for probably uh, probably about ten years now either. But um, when I when it came out, you know, I really liked it, and I, I suppose we should probably keep in mind the fact that you know this is from ninety three. Is, is it, it that old? Really? You got the box. I mean. Let me see, 94. I do have the box, which, by the way, this DVD <laughs> oh, is... Uh, the, the DVD uh, edition I have, it was one of like the very first, and especially when they figured out they could start putting uh, special, stuff. special stuff on it. So it's like, <laughs> what? the contents of this CD-sized disc <laughs> include... <laughs> Deleted scenes left on the cutting room floor. The director's commentary throughout the entire film. No way. Background information on the stars and more. So, yeah, this is a 1994 movie. So, so we really have this movie to thank for our commentary stuff. Because <laughs> we kind of did. It all started with the mask. Yeah, yeah or, or around that time. It's the old school uh, box, too, that's cardboard with the little side flap that opens before they standardize the clamshell, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, so, so this may or may not hold up, yeah. but uh, uh, especially like the humor because this was at a time when there were not a lot of over-the-top things, whereas now it's all like that. All so, over the top. Um, so, but we'll see. I think, uh, as I recall, it tells a, a good story, which is always the, the most important thing. So I think it probably will, and I'm excited to see it again. The voice you just listened to, by the way, was Dorkman. Brian? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like no, I mean, I just, people. So, I've actually gotten emails from people saying that they can't tell who's who, oh. which is which. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I, I have no problem. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm good. Should we wear name tags? <laughs> yeah. right. uh, I'm Everyone like, raise your hand before you talk. I'm like, you guys, I, I haven't seen this movie in at least 10 years, if not more. And uh, I'm kind of wondering, I, I remember liking it a lot. It wasn't one of those pillars of childhood kind of things for me, but I remember liking it a lot. And I'm kind of worried that it's not going to hold up. We'll find out, I suppose, but uh, I guess we'll see. I'm sorry we had no regard for your feelings before choosing this film. <laughs> Who the hell was just talking? Aww. That was Brian. That oh, was oh, Brian, okay. All right, now, now who am I? Uh, Trey the Amazing Story. I'm still Trey. Uh, I haven't seen this movie in ages either. It, it, um, when was this, 94? By the, by the time this came out, I was I was in the business. In fact, the director who uh, it amuses me that he goes by uh, Charles professionally because we always called him Chuck uh, Chuck Russell. Chuck Russell was the director of the Blob, which I'd already done by this point. That was in '88, so um, I think this was his 
first film after the Blob. It took him a while to get this one off the ground, but then he finally finally was able to. Um, and Chuck's a, Chuck's a cool guy, and I was happy that this was a huge hit for him. Now, was this um, was this before or after Ace Ventura? This, it was this it was, was, was before, almost simultaneously, but I believe it was after. It was, was just it? after, and mm-hmm. it was like this. If this was the thing that really launched, I mean, it was I mean, the, it was the year, it was the year that launched yeah. Jim Carrey. I mean, he had he had just one string after another, yeah. where it was like bang, 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 and it was like, oh, he's you know zero to sixty. He's yeah. the highest paid guy in the world now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, that's it's, good. It was the year that exactly, yeah, because yeah. he, he, he suddenly he was all over the place. You know, it's like the, the the year before the top box office star was like Tom Hanks. You know, with Philadelphia or whatever. You know, he was in that era, and then out of nowhere comes this guy Jim Carrey with The Mask and Ace Ventura, and he did like two other movies that were also huge. And he did them all by himself, and they weren't big budget movies, and they weren't, you know, he was the only thing about them, and they were all huge. And, and so this is part of his big explosion. And then, of course, we, I do believe this is the first uh, movie from the, the lovely Cameron Diaz, is it not? Yep, yes, it and is. it says on there, and introducing. Introducing Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz. So she was probably about 12 at the time. <laughs> um, and, of course, it was, you know, very early showcase for, for what at the time was... State of the art computer graphics. That's um, true. They didn't do a lot of like right the year before it was Jurassic Park, and that was pretty much aside from yeah. the T one thousand. That was pretty much the first time they really got hardcore about it's, it's CG. A, one of the earliest movies that depended on CG. Could, yeah. you know, could not have been made otherwise. It's funny because you guys probably have personal anecdotes about this movie and how it affected your perception of what CG can do, especially after Jurassic Park came out. I had an entirely different peripheral experience with this film, which is that for years afterwards, when I was making balloon animals at restaurants, <laughs> people would ask me to make a Tommy guy. <laughs> well, there you go. I, I, I loved this movie, and I really hope it holds up. I, I don't remember... I honestly don't remember loving the movie. I remember being impressed by it and going, you know, I, I, I was impressed by it much more on a technical level, like, wow, they actually achieved something really amazing with computer graphics and they showcased it really well and, and all that. I don't remember thinking the movie itself was all that great. But, um, but we'll find out. We'll find out. If you have just paused your whatever after Dark Horse Entertainment's title card faded to black... Then you are synced up with me, and I'm about to press unpause after this brief countdown. So, get your remotes or mouse ready. Three, two, one, unpause. A Chuck Russell film. <laughs> yes, we call him this Chuck. Is the, this is the same. Uh, um, I love this font. Font that they used for for King Kong, and later it's, a, it's on. a damn classy font. And mm-hmm. with a white and yellow gradient, it's sort of it's odd. a really like 1920s <laughs> Art Deco Hollywood kind of font. I really, I mean, the aesthetic of this movie, if I recall correctly, is very noir. It's very yeah, very, and I not, like Art Deco noir, if I remember right. Yeah, not not like stereotype noir. Just generally speaking, it's kind of a dirtier. Mm-hmm. I, I just like the, the composition of everything and. God, it's weird how I haven't seen this movie in forever, and yet it's one of those things that just... I have a very instinctual reaction to, I remember this stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. So that's... I know. Little, is, I don't know what they're doing here. Yeah. They're like, here's an idea, let's throw a pipe at them. I think they're, I think they're, they're building a bridge or a pier of some kind, and they're oh. clearing debris or whatever they're doing. But, I actually read the novelization, so... Wow. You read the novelization about, of the mask? About 15 years ago, I probably could have told you what exactly was supposed to be mm. happening here. It actually, the novelization actually starts with, like, the scene of the, uh, the Vikings coming to the shores. I remember of, that. That was one of the deleted scenes. Yeah. It's easier to do that in a novelization. It's cheaper. Yeah. But um, speaking of, we, we were talking briefly about the music beforehand. Um, the, my freshman year of high school, uh, I, was, I was in the marching band in high school, and my freshman year, the show was The Mask. So <laughs> oh I God. actually, I don't know why they chose The Mask, because that's not something you think of in terms of, you know, a musical movie, but they did, so I'm like way too familiar with friggin' the score to this. 
No, I like that. I like that they right away did a little Bugs Bunny Looney Tunes reference to sort of show you the direction they're going with. Because this is very Tex Tex Avery is the name that keeps coming up. It's right, like Tex Avery inspired early Looney Tunes. You know, the whole blah with the tongue coming out. That you know, the bulging eyeballs. It's said. Absolutely called Tex yeah. Avery style. Well, that, that was and that was pre Looney Tunes type stuff. That was um, yeah. It was like when, it was Looney Tunes, but before Bugs Bunny was right, really an established right. character. There was there was another name for it before it was Looney Tunes. I can't remember there what was it was. Mary but Melodies yeah. and uh, Mary, yeah. But there was because there was a uh, uh, Tex Avery, and then later on was Chuck Jones, and that was yeah. that was the Bugs Bunny and stuff like that. And that's the, what I. Um, what I hear the uh, eventual sequel to this skewed more towards t- Chuck Jones than Tex Avery, um, and that may have been one of its failings. We'll, we'll never know because no one saw exactly. that movie. Exactly, Richard Jenny, Richard Jenny, and, oh. and I, I, Richard Jenny, I thought was a great stand-up comedian. I was always a fan, and he, of course, he committed suicide unexpectedly about a year ago. From so, who knew? He was also in what was it, Hollywood the movie? Couldn't tell you. Something like that. Couldn't tell you. Let's move on from the suicide. <laughs> this is a comedy, folks. Talking about career suicide. Trey Canham. Have you heard that name, Trey? Uh, many times, sure. Ken Ralston. Ken Ralston, yeah. There's I've actually... And Spaz. Spaz Williams. Spaz Williams. So. Oh, man, no. It's funny. I which have, which I, I, means I, that the dead means that this is obviously one of, an one of my ILM. friends it, who does visual effects, effects also was at a convention, and he walked up to Ken Ralston. He was just kind of standing outside talking with some guys. Hello. And he said, I'd like to get a picture with you. And he, he, he assumed <laughs> that my friend, who works at you know various effects companies, just didn't... He's like, that's a guy with a VIP badge. He must work on Star Wars. He's like, you, you, you don't even know who I am. He's like, no, I know exactly who you are. Trust me, you have no idea how much I know who you are, Ken Ralston. And he pulled him aside and took a picture with him. And then he walked back over to the guys that he was talking to, who started laughing as he walked away. And I said, uh-oh. Um, it wasn't by any chance Phil Tippett and Dennis Beard, was it? It's like, it was Phil Tippett and Dennis Beard. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. It's like, you have no idea how much I know who you are. Dude, you just blew that one so way, big. Way to go. Oh, dear. I'm sure, actually, Phil would probably would have been very amused by that. Wow. Yeah, baby. Okay. Man, that's Cameron she, Diaz. Remember, like, as recently as last year. At the age of 12. She had already become, you know, like a carrot cake kind of looking person. I remember a shot of her at the Academy Awards where, ooh. Yeah, because now she's all of, what, 33 or something. She's way over the hill. She's just expired. This man. is in her heyday when she was 12. Over, baby. The milk is spoiled. <laughs> Seriously, she can't, well. Yeah, this was 15 years ago. <clears throat> so. You know, Jim Carrey's looking like a like a youngster as well here because mm-hmm. he was. Jim Carrey is an immensely talented guy. I mean, yeah. aside from the fact that like, he like he Tom Cruise, he's gone insane and he has started. Gone he has totally gone he's insane. now now he's anti-vax and all that stuff. And, yeah, and kind of fuck him now. But but he is a very talented guy, like Tom Cruise, in the same way. He is, yeah, exactly. I I, I have to say, I, I just recently saw Tropic Thunder, and you know, I was like. Once again, impressed by Tom Cruise is actually quite good at doing things on screen, and it's good to remember that he actually has that skill and not not <laughs> trying to forget all that other stuff about him. Mm-hmm. I, I I also enjoyed this because you know he he was the uh, he was the over the top guy. People already saw the mask part of his persona in Ace Ventura, so now he's doing the the tremendously 
yeah. unfunny, <laughs> like <laughs> well, guy trying to be funny. Hadn't he already like, been? Know, this was after his run on like in Living Color and so. Oh, that on, too. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he was. Everyone knew he was already this. He'd been around for years before that. You know, he he was already established where people at least knew him. You know, a very physical, amazing physical comedian. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. in Earth Girls Are Easy. Right Ex- there you go. Exactly. He was uh, and once bitten. Totally unknown. Yeah. Once bitten was a, it was actually, very early movie. Yeah. And he was on a television series called The Duck Factory, where uh, you know he was he was kind of the straight guy, which was the wrong way to use Jim Carrey <laughs> at the time. Oh my. Um my teacher over our playhouse. By the way, West. he said there's bright colors on that tie. There's not a single there's, there's, color. I was going to say, and white. of all the things no. that date this movie, perhaps that tie dates it the most. And the, the power tie, the, <laughs> the concept power tie. of yeah, power, the power ties, tie. But, sorry, what were you saying, Brian? Um, Jim Carrey studied at the acting school that I go to across the street where my teacher was, which is founded, co-founded in part by Jeff Goldblum, uh-huh. and he was also in the Earth, Earth Girls Are Easy. That's exactly, right. and that's and that's why Jim Carrey... That's the connection, really? Went there is because Damon, they Damon were talking Wayne's on the it? set of Earth Girls Are Easy, and Jim Carrey was going, you know, I just don't want to be like a stand-up comedian for the rest of my life. I want to be, you know, a real serious actor, and <laughs> I guess it took him a while, but he finally got to number 23. Wow. So, Well, would you like to put on this fursuit and pretend to be an alien in a cheap movie? <laughs> Uh, the first suit was the Grinch. <laughs> no, but they had, uh, North girls are easy. They also, had fursuits and although the although too. and the Grinch was and well, we'll North get in, uh, maybe we'll do that someday. But I mean, the Grinch was weird. They decided to set it on a snowflake and stuff, and it's like all these people are about to die. Like when it was over, <laughs> when it melts, it all dead. Exactly, it's like some some catastrophe is coming to annihilate them. It's going to land on a window and melt and kill everybody. Yeah. And then, and then, it of course, makes you think, like, what's happening in all the other snowflakes? Oh, my God. And I had, like, the Grinch gave me this existential crisis. <laughs> what if we're just in a snowflake? Exactly. It's all just a snowflake, man. What if we melt tomorrow? This is just one of those concepts that goes back to, you know, the noir movies and all that. It's the crime boss right behind the front, right behind the, the, the you know, the closed doors at the back of the club. Is this whole seedy underworld thing? That mm-hmm. This isn't even boss number one. This is this is technically this is a, yeah. bad guy number two, but of course he becomes number one later in the film. And here's the foreshadowing that he intends yeah. to do that. I've never known this actor's name, and he's in a bunch I, of stuff. He, he's in. Uh, he's in. Uh, I, I think of him. He's in that Steven Seagal train movie. He's also in the Usual <laughs> Suspects. He plays Redfoot. Does is he really? Okay. He's in the Usual okay. Suspects. That I did not. I didn't place him there, but. He's just such. Oh a, look! Such a I, he wears ball. it like a mask. That's a, yeah. There's a mask reference going on there. It's a motif. Edge City. That's yeah. kind of a cool name. It's right, it's right next door to Raccoon City, where they keep having all those disease outbreaks. <laughs> Is this the about a hundred miles outside of Gotham? It certainly looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Wait, what are you Could talking be, about? If, if this might be the Ghostbusters. No, it's it's, it's too, we got the same door, too narrow, but yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's the same one. Look at it. <laughs> you know, I think <laughs> they brought in car lifts. Is that possible? Sure, why not? If we see, well, they brought in Jim Belushi, John Belushi. Damn it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but that would have been interesting. That would have been fun, but he was long dead at this point. This that is was me. the that was the joke. Oh. Okay. Oh. All I wanted was an oil change. Really? You remembered that, dude? <laughs> how did you do that? Okay, I could probably do this entire I'm movie. That so way. worried wow. about you. But I, I, I have mean, virtually no memory of this movie other than there's a scene where he's wearing he, he pulls out a big gun. That's that's what I remember. Of this two movie. two big guns. Okay, so I, I remember, remember the, one of those scenes. I remember the dog wears the mask at some point. That's then. That's yeah. That's a nice. That's a nice moment. Okay, now I remember that. The loner. I love this club too. It's a great set. It's like hey, we had twenty bucks. That's a lot of uh, uh, neon. 
Yeah. Wow. There's Beautiful a classic guy. example of using a foreground element to add production value <laughs> when you don't have any. Just get one thing, we're going to stick in front of the camera. It's brilliant. That's always cool. This is the kind of shot I never would have noticed. I love how when they put together crane down and then I see this part movie. They put it on hydraulics, which cost a lot of money, Mm -hmm. so that it can go kabooka Now, what is that? What what kind of car is that? That's I don't know, but I see it across uh, L.A. all the time. Those are the cars that they had in Streets of Fire, the cop cars. It's also the car. it's the car that they're driving. It's Fozzie's car from the Muppet movie. It's like yeah, yeah. Aaron is natural jet, a Studebaker, a Studebaker. It's awesome that that's why you know that what kind of car it is. <laughs> I've told you I'm awesome. <laughs> is it a Studebaker? Okay. I think it's a Studebaker. That makes sense. That's yeah. what the Muppets Oh my God, us. look at that. Checkered blazer, leopard blazer. Nice. 1993. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, do you think the 80s might be over someday? God, I hope not. <laughs> not, in, not as far as I'm concerned, man. Never. So was this shot in New York? Is that the idea? Those look like palm trees. Well, in the I mean, Edge City is a fictional. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, couldn't have brought those in. Well, but the question, the, my question is like, you know, if that was the Ghostbusters firehouse, then that would mean that they shot this in New York. I think it was. I think that was too narrow to be the Ghostbusters. No, they shot the interiors of the Ghostbusters firehouse in L.A. So, oh, well, way to kill movie magic. Oh, sorry. No, no, you apologize. Oh. Mean it. We could go I, there right now. I, I, that's all I'm saying. Where, so, so where is that? Where's that location? Somewhere downtown. Mm-hmm. I. I I, I would have known the, uh, the address oh, a few years ago. But. I did not know that. I did not know that, that the interior of the firehouse was not the same as the Splash. exterior of the firehouse in Ghostbusters. And we even did that movie, and I didn't know that. Okay, so I think we've established this guy is a loser. Good, uh-huh. we're covering that. There should have been more mud. There should have been <laughs> yeah. more mud in the Splash yeah. to really establish. I'm not sure it's clear yet. Hello. What are you wearing? You look like a... Bobsledder. <laughs> I like how the I like how the uh, the valet just brought the car back around. He's like, "You're not getting in there." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll just somehow go around he, the block. Somehow he just knew. It. And he's not the one in the leopard print. I'll just wait until you're humiliated, and then I'll bring your car back. I'll wait for the perfect moment just to for the good of the seed. Did you say right. for the good of the seed? <laughs> yeah, that's <Take> awesome. <laughs> but I am very angry. <laughs> oh my god. Gives the look. <laughs> okay, Teague, you are really scaring me. I'll you stop. really do know this movie, huh? Okay. It's not that I know it. It's the same thing as Wild Wild West <laughs> and uh, The Phantom Menace. It's just I, I saw it at one point in my brain where I was developing <laughs> memories of movies. <laughs> and for and some just, people, that's Star Wars. For just, me, that's The Mask. Back, back when you were just starting and, and you didn't know that you could selectively record, you just <laughs> right. ran constantly. And that's why. Like, it's okay. the same part of your brain that eventually becomes this that, is, this that is little nice... nodule that gives you references to movies where it's like you make a, this is Flight Surgeon Horseshit Deke. This Joke, is a, like, a nice color palette, by the way. It really is. Very, very, very all blue and yellow. Did we see like, who the DP was? I didn't catch who uh, the DP was. DP I didn't notice. Michael, is, what's it say on the box there? I'm looking. John R. Leonetti. I don't know what hmm. else he's done. because I recognize the name. Probably though. Italian films, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. You know. Just like Emerald Legacy. This is good, but it's, it's, it's what you're talking about. Like You're talking about it's kind of noirish. But, it's got that matte painting background. But at it's, the same time, you still get the comic book feel because of the colors. You do. You know? Was this, I, a, was this a Dark Horse comic? Yep. I thought yeah. it was a movie that spawned a comic. No, no, it was a comic first. Yeah. Uh, it was. It, there were a couple of comics. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that was that kind was, of cool. He kicked to the car right was, when a car alarm went off outside. That was, that was, and that was kind of amazing. I always love the sound effect that goes right here, too. It's like... I thought we had this muted, but apparently not. 
Well, they can. Now, I, I, this is. <laughs> I love the hand he gives the car. I do remember that. This is one of the like, first times I was aware of the, exist, of the existence of such a thing as Dark Horse Comics, where you know Dark Horse Comics now, of course, Star Wars. What, what property comics, of what property of theirs hasn't become a movie by now? Right. But but was this was I think I don't know couple. the Descendants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, know. I think I this was pretty yeah. pretty early uh, pretty early example of of a Dark Horse comic becoming a movie. I never knew that this was a comic book film. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. They didn't. I guess they didn't promote that because they're like comic book films will work. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> but uh, I remember reading uh, the the magazine. I don't know if it's even around anymore. But Cine Fantastique. I, it should be because that's a great magazine. Uh, but uh, uh, that one was I, I read about and and the uh, the pictures of the mask, like the 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 way he's drawn in the comics. Jim Carrey looks very much like it. It's it's actually even more exaggerated in the comics, of course. He's got these huge eyes and the teeth are even bigger and he's got this tiny little nose like pinched into his face. But uh, they, they did a pretty good job of, of bringing it to life, I gotta say. And and it's the kind of thing where, you know, it absolutely was only Jim Carrey could play this. <laughs> of the, the people that exist right now, yeah, yeah. only Jim Carrey like could play Like the Majestic. This. It was perfect for him. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the opposite example. Oh, oh, <laughs> that was that's the kind of that's the kind of movie that Jim Carrey wants to do, and no one will go see if he goes and does that. You know, they want no, just be, be the crazy guy. My mask. Yeah, do the do the thing where you no, do the really where you make a funny face and make your butt talk. We don't want to see you acting. Yeah, even Truman Show, which we should do, by the Truman way. Show was, Truman Show is an amazing. It was a rare occasion where he managed to get away with that. Anytime you put Ed show. Harris in a, in a solar object. <laughs> yeah. Lunar. I think Ed Harris does watch us all from the moon. I'm pretty sure he does. She, by the way, came back, and the next time I ever saw her was 15 years later in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. She's running the audition. Huh. <laughs> wow. You got your partner killed. You killed him. <laughs> that girl is, I mean, she aged beautifully. <laughs> She just plays or, the or annoying, screechy voice New Yorker <laughs> in every film. Her and Fran Drescher are in strict competition. <laughs> Should have said that. Should have said that. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, well, uh, there you go. Uh, Tex little text Avery reference up. there. So you know, to let you know what's about to happen. A little setup, or, or to justify why he becomes what he becomes later. That's true. He My sister has a dog that looks exactly it. like that. She Does it show him watching Tex Avery cartoons? Is that what does yeah. it? Okay, then there you are. He's you know slapping the candelabra on the table and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. He does the whole wolf thing. There you go. See, here it is. Yeah, screwball classics. Yeah. That's what it was. Thank you, movie. Yeah. For answering the question. <laughs> ah, ooga, look at that. Wait, let's see. If there's a candelabra. Is there a candelabra? I'm well. Hey! Oh, it's that's a chair. Chair. Shit. Chair. But he does that. Does I he does think do he the candelabra? So I'm not awesome. I'm, I'm somewhat, the mask might do the Well, as a child, you don't know the difference between a chair and a candelabra. <laughs> they, they're both flammable. Look, he's even got he's even got like Daffy Duck prints on his wall. I mean, you know, this. If anyone was going to turn into a cartoon character, given the opportunity, this yeah. is the guy. What an interesting blend of aesthetics. It's just all right. We want to do a noir movie, but not totally a noir movie. We want to have some cartoon elements as well. It all has to gel. Who do you get to do that? I mean, you get Jim Carrey. It's perfect. Right there, it is. But he didn't do the time. Who do you, who do you get to be the, the stoic, slightly crazy guy? Ben Stein. Slow, oh, the ben stoic, Stein. completely crazy guy, as we've discovered. I'm but, sorry. you know, that's okay. You, you, you didn't know when Wasn't it they you made that, this movie. that had the theory that Ben Stein is just being evil? I'm not sure I ever expressed that, but but yeah, I'm getting that I'm getting that vibe more and more. I'm Lately, like, Ben Stein's he's well, another one of those guys. Is like you know 
Well, wow. he did work for Nixon, so now we can't say we yeah. didn't see it coming. Now that, <laughs> we, now that we, the more we learn about him, the more we go, "Wow, I used to like that dude." But yeah. yikes! Movies. This movie's full of them. Does Cameron Diaz do anything that we don't like? <laughs> All right, I believe we're coming up on our first effects shot of the film, aside from the matte painting. And there's also a, like a, an instance where he looks at the back of the mask and it shimmers. But right here yeah. we go. Here we go. Let's see. Oh, it's working for me so morphing, far. Morphing, early morphing. Now this was done digitally. Yeah, this is. Was I mean, the compositing digital on this one? That's what I, I couldn't to say for sure. It's it's it's, it's ILM did it. Yeah. Um, this is an ILM movie. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. No one else could have. No one else could have done it in that time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this has got to be digital. <laughs> <laughs> digital comping. I mean. Yeah. You know that that's not bad, man. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. And and again, they can get away with a good amount because it's supposed yeah, to be a cartoon. Every, you this know? is the effect that everyone remembers right yep. here. Like, and it's very, it's it is very. Is uh, the instant they invented digital motion blur, they said we can make the mask now. Yeah. <laughs> and there it is. And there it is. Now, of course, course, the, the subtitles say smoking. But smoking. Smoking. Which <laughs> doesn't work. Like contractions. But of course, this is you know this is a makeup effect. So you know. Nowadays, I guess they probably would do a digital face replacement, which would be stupid. Yeah, but, but they'd be able to do it more exaggerated. I love how, they, I don't know if anyone else the is watching subtitles. the subtitles, but it's telling us exactly <laughs> what the text on the Quiet, screen please. Says. Well, it's, it's, when the title of The Mask came up, the subtitle let us know it was called The Mask. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here it is. Our first interacting CG object of the film. And once again, very impressed. Yeah. That looks cool. Good stuff. And then, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> this has that quality to it, and everyone always... People have asked me, that, like my family and, and friends that don't do effects, how come the Jurassic Park dinosaurs still look amazing, yet fucking the, the last five or six years with the CG movies, unless they are really, really great, they're not great. They're not that awesome. Uh-huh. How come we're 15 years later, and it doesn't look that good? And it's entirely about when it wasn't a thing that there was a precedent for. It was like, we're just not going to stop until this looks photo real. Right. Now it's like, we just have to make something CG. Right. Well, it's, you know, <laughs> one, of, one of the uh, the things that it is is nowadays it's, it's like, you know, it's easy. It takes about 10% of the work to get 90% of the way there and the other 90% to get the last 10%. Back then... It took 90% of the work to get 90% there, and they're like, fuck it, let's just go the last 10. We already got here. So, I don't know if that's know. necessarily true. I think <clears throat> I fall back on Sturgeon's Law. You know, Jurassic Park was good and is good. You know, it was one of the 10% of the movies that was made at the time that was good and still is, just like movies made now are 90% crap and 10% good. Um, I, also, I mean, I, they're just you know, trying so I, much harder back then. They're like, we they're have not, to they, make this work. And nowadays they're like, no, nah, we just got to make well, it. Well, it's, I don't know if they're trying any harder. It's just that they may have had the luxury of being a gigantic big ticket Steven Spielberg movie that they could go that extra 10%, you know, and not, and not, you know, go over budget or it was okay that they went over budget. But, um, it's a lot of factors. I mean, they, I keep bringing it up. There's not that many digital dinosaur shots in Jurassic Park. There's right. about, there's about 20 to 30 of them, you know, so that's not, even though, it's a lot of workload for that period of time, and a lot of you know it was. You're always pushing the envelope, no matter what movie you're doing. You're always at the extreme edge of what's possible with the time and budget you have. But they only had to do twenty to thirty shots. You know, they didn't have to do five hundred shots, which is the norm nowadays for a movie. How many how many digital shots do you think there is in Wolverine? You know, yeah. all of them, I guess. Probably. You know, it's like they they only had thirty to do, and they were able to get them done. Do you By think- the way, on the on the. Uh, 
on the back of uh, his neck, you can kind of see where the uh, the blend is for the uh, the makeup. It's not it's not right where the green is. It goes a little yeah. bit below with some some flesh colored yeah. stuff. See, there was one day where I all of a sudden got the sorry wrong pocket joke, and it was not when I first saw this. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, of course, they would do a you know a a digital fix. They would, that's the kind of thing they would instantly yeah, do a digital fix. But yeah. you know <laughs> that's way too much heavy lifting. Yeah, <laughs> for for nineteen ninety four. See, there it is. He has an mm-hmm. excellent balloon twisting form. <laughs> do you want to know why? why? I do. Why he does? Or oh, why that's you a digital that? No way. Oh, there it is. There you go. Yeah, it's yeah. digital. So that's why people keep asking you for a balloon gun because they saw it in this movie. A Tommy gun. <laughs> he actually made a pretty lazy poodle, but his giraffe was fine. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a specific reviewing perspective. David Letterman on his on his show used to have uh, movie reviews called Limited Perspective, where he'd have someone review a current movie based on their own area of expertise, and like he'd have a dentist come and talk about you know. The whatever movie had just come out, just for no reason other than the guy's a dentist. So he would just talk about the movie from the perspective of like everyone's astronomer for uh, of everyone's teeth. You know, he would just talk about everyone's teeth in the movie and whether they were good or not. So, <laughs> so we'd have the, the the mask huge with people who know their balloon folding. You know, they give it a ninety five. As far as as far as balloon animals in movies goes, the uh, best example, and there are about a half a dozen of them, is Patch Adams. No kidding. Not Wedding Crashers. <laughs> Fuck you and your bicycle. I'm not making it. Most people think Wedding Crashers is the now quintessential is... balloon folding movie, but it's not. Let me tell you. That's Chicago, right? No. Suddenly we're in Chicago. W- wasn't that the Sears Tower in the background there? I think it was. They're just trying to confuse us. It's an edge city, man. Exactly. Babe 2 was the one that pulled the trick of... It's Metropolis. We're, we're literally just going to make... It's every city. <laughs> it's every city. Yeah. Every single every single matte painting uses buildings from every single city. Nice. That, you know, I didn't. There was I, a babe too. <laughs> I didn't really I think about it, but it is kind of remarkable just to note that the you know ninety four he has a computer sitting in his his room. He does. That, that shows you he's a nerd. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Back then, that meant something. Yeah. Oh my god. It's it's the, it wasn't the Daffy Duck. Yeah, no. Wallpaper. Yeah, cartoons are okay, but he's got a computer. That means he's a real dweeb. <laughs> He'll never get a girl. He needed glasses or something. It's the guy from the B-52s. <laughs> it's the guy from Animal House, baby. Is that why I recognize him? Is that it? That's, that's the, he's the, he's the other guy from Animal House. Boone. I, I, I do like the fact that, you know, it's, it's kind of inbred to the mask almost. It's like, as soon as you put it on, it's like, I'm going to start fucking with people. <laughs> now, like, he doesn't even think about it. He doesn't really say anything other than the, the party time thing. He just goes out and starts, like, causing trouble. That, that, <laughs> that he doesn't even, like, he could have just left the building, but he, like, goes through this elaborate way to, to disturb her. her. Yeah, and do this whole thing. Well, I don't think they've said it. Is, isn't the mask, like, the spirit of Loki? Loki, the, the trickster, the, the yeah. God of, the yeah. god of mischief and so on? Yeah, well, so it makes Damon perfect sense. Oh, oh, my God. But yeah, I just, I just, it's a good setup, really. If you, if you think about it, and you, you, from the perspective of not seeing this movie, you're like, I have no idea what's happening right now. But it's kind of awesome. <laughs> I guess it is. It, it, I, I have to say, I missed it, obviously. But, but there really did seem to be a zero to sixty transition there, where it doesn't really. You, they've set up plenty about why he has plenty of people to retaliate against, and mm-hmm. you know, and so on. But yeah, it, it does seem like there's one little missing element of 
why does he put on the mask and suddenly he becomes this guy who does all that stuff? You know, like, do they come? They come in later and they go, well, it's myth- Loki and mythology and yeah, and they, they kind of reverse do that later, or how, uh-huh. when do they bring that up? Yeah, they they, he, they bring it up when he goes to visit Ben Stein. Oh, okay. And oh. he's like, you say we all wear masks. Explain this one to me. And he's like, well, it's all metaphorical, so I don't really know what I'm talking about, but I assume this is Loki, and that explains everything no, basically. Okay. So, Ooh, okay. oh, it's one of those moments in movies where somebody makes a completely like baseless speculation. And hits and the nail right that's, on yeah. the head. It, oh, that's the explanation. It could be okay. this. Of the 10,000 things, it could be this. And it turns out to be exactly that. Well, you know, and then Ben Stein turned out to be a creationist. So that's kind of yeah. what he does all the time. But um, <laughs> that's, but that's, that, of course, is what happens in every episode of CSI, too. It's like, you know what this could be? <laughs> this could be a mitochondrial well, bifurcation. I that, oh, I Star Trek is famous for that. Yeah. Star Trek, of anything, Star Trek is the worst of that. Well, it... This completely unknown and unpreviously encountered before space phenomenon could be this and this, could and, this be and that. This and this and that. I remember. I remember noticing that in Superman. Superman two, because uh, because uh, Hackman's Lex Luthor basically goes, "I've created a device to track alpha waves, so we'll be able to to track Superman." And it's like, wait, wait, you skipped the part where you explain how you know that he gives off alpha waves yeah. and what they are. <laughs> it's technical. One of our little toys. Coco Bongo Club. <laughs> so, wait, who's that? Mr. Dicky. Mr. Dicky. <laughs> Mr. Dicky. No, who's he being played by? Is that no guy with narrow eyes? He looks eyes. kind of like Ryan Gosling, except yeah, his eyes are too mm. close together. He looks like a mix of Ryan Gosling and Alan Tudyk. She's a perspective mm. client of Stanley's. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Subtitles. Thank you. Subtitle illiteracy. <laughs> Dude, like they're going to do these in the United States. True. <laughs> yeah, it's right. so much cheaper. Is that what's going on? Do we not know how to spell subtitles? Is that another breakthrough we didn't have in 1994? In addition to director commentaries that go all the way through the movie. <laughs> I pity anybody that tries to learn English based on subtitles. <laughs> I randomly just get Charlie's a Theron. Did you really? Where were you the other night when we went to see Raiders at Midnight and they played that exact same card before the movie over and over again, which was that oh, right, Charlie right. Theron learned English watching television. And then they had that's like... Not, no, no. That's, that's not, not subtitles. And it's not... It was, and she also didn't learn... She, 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 she maybe learned... In, how could she... Charlize like Theron, is, Charlize Theron is South African. She, that was in South that's Africa. That's what I said. Yeah. That's what I said. They speak English in South Africa. <laughs> that's exactly what I, I said. Like she might have learned her American accent watching American movies, but I don't see how subtitles would work. Oh, who is this? I this, remember. Yeah, she's familiar. She's. I remember uh, her from my childhood. From somewhere. things. Yeah. yeah, that would be this movie. I imagine. We have to look. But her other up. things. No, she's in other things. Other uh, things. I can't place who it is. The your dirty thoughts at night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but there's something else. I do have a thing for redheads. Something besides that. Was it? Was she on Wings? Mm, no, your, it's not the your childhood wings. memories of women involve wings. I watched a lot of sitcoms as a kid. Okay. No, it's not. Uh, it's not not that girl. It's but it's 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 someone who was like she did sitcoms around that same time. I just yeah. can't place which one. Best uh, best subtitle screw up I saw recently. Um, it's on uh, and surely we all own it. Uh, uh, Firefly. Um, really? Yeah. The message. Uh, the message episode when the guy is you know the, the old army buddy and there's a whole thing. Mm. There's a scene where at the end and he's, he's there. There everyone's got guns on everybody else and he's backing up and he's holding the gun on Mal and he says go ram it Mal and the and the and the <laughs> subtitle says you're a rabbit Mal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Ooh. My my favorite really example of of. Cable swapping of words so that you can say it on the airwaves Which was one? in Die Hard. 
which was they put it on TBS. Mm. Mm-hmm. Why? And it was yippee ki yay, Melon Farmer. <laughs> well, there's also there's also the the newly famous the snakes um, on a plane. I've had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> and then there's also there's also in the Big Lebowski when um, oh the Big um, Lebowski is great when uh, uh, John Goodman is beating the shit out of some random person's car. Like find a stranger but, in the Alps. Yes, you see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass. But the TV version is you see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> Which. <laughs> Who knew that's what happened when you found a stranger in the Alps? I have no idea. But th- this is also interesting because everyone is asking him questions about the mask. It made it makes sense about the uh, the disturbance and the thing. But now she's stalking all of the the uh, customers of that auto shop. <clears throat> then again, being such a crummy auto shop, there can't have been too many. I, I gotta keep <laughs> yeah, it exactly. Thousands of potential well, suspects. I mean, yeah. He was he was the most recent one. They gave true. they gave him the loner. That's true. The loner. They gave him, they gave him probably the only one with with uh, without a backbone enough to just take his car elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Come on, show a little backbone, will you? There's a big mask in the plane, Jack. Wow, she totally just hit on him, accidentally. You see, his life is changing. This is the. This There's is the, the big bad. Now, who is this guy? Try this guy to sound like who? What? What? He does. He's got a ponytail. Don't so talk with him. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, fine. Just say he, that guy on the right looks like Cousin Larry from Perfect Strangers. He's like Judah Friedlander. <laughs> he say. does look like Judah Friedlander. Man, excellent casting. These guys all look shifty. <laughs> this feels so much like a 90s movie. <laughs> just just some of the shots and like the, the slightly low angle on the bad guy just a second ago. And Henchman is a tough gig. It really is. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of difficulty in the workplace when you're a henchman, mm-hmm. especially when you're up near the top, because mm-hmm. you're the one who's always going to get in trouble Slapped no matter who fucks and, up. Yeah. You and get it's a, never you get his fault. <laughs> why does it, if it goes all the way to the top? Why isn't he blaming himself? That's what I want to know. Yeah. That's right. He's blaming number two. This is what Joe Biden's day pretty much goes like. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But to be fair, most of the time, Joe Biden deserves it. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Usually President... Usually it's his fault, yeah. Mr. President, AIG needs another $10 billion. Okay, get the golf tee. Here we go. <laughs> I remember listening to the commentary for this right when the DVD came out, at which point I was still not very old. The, um... <laughs> shut up, Trey. The and commentary that goes all the way through the all movie? The way through. All the way through the movie contained on this CD-shaped object. Mm. And I remember... The only thing I remember is that they were talking about they were like, shit, we need something for... I don't remember what his name is. Nico, or whatever the bad guy's name is. We need something for him to be doing while he's... damn right while, that while, that was his name. ...while he's taunting Redfoot. And it, someone on the someone in the art department was like, well, we could hang a sheet off of some C-stands and it would look like a golf ball catcher. <laughs> okay, we have a scene, go. <laughs> but that... That's movie making for yeah. you. Yeah. Then they put some, like, lasers in there or whatever. I've always wanted to know how they do this sort of wobbling effect on film. What wobbling effect would that be? Wherever they go into like the do 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 thing. Thank you, Michael. You guys both instantly went to the to the Wayne's World because that's the best way to describe it, frankly. Unnecessary zoom. That's how I smoke. Oh, oh, he's got style. That needs that needs that that cat. Yeah. Car and then the car skidding and crashing. I like the, the sound of a red-tailed hawk that you've heard of. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Wilhelm. <laughs> yeah. 
What a disgusting thing for Cameron Diaz to have to do. Hey, this is her first movie. She'll do. She'll stick that tongue anywhere you ask her to. <laughs> <laughs> she'll put it in places she wouldn't put it for Martin Scorsese ten yeah. years later. <laughs> and now she put it for anyone. It's kind of full circle, man. Well, she did it for Drew Barrymore. I think that's pretty much as far as you can go. God, does anyone wear jammies? <laughs> really? Like, listen, listen, like, pal. Wait, no, no. He's got a computer in his room. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Boxers and a shirt, I, I'm fine. At sure. best, yeah, exactly. But jammies? Well, they already made a joke about his jammies. They're one of the better jokes that I've seen flash by in the subtitles. So this is starting to come back to me now when I saw this movie for the first time that... Uh, the problem with this movie was that because, of course, the prohibitive expense and difficulty of doing computer graphics, the computer graphics are limited to small individual segments, and the rest of the movie is just not that interesting. So there's a whole lot of like, okay, so put the damn mask on again so the movie will get good. So, and, and I'm remembering now that uh, you know, there's just a lot of this of, I should, no, I shouldn't, yes, I should, no, I shouldn't. We don't have the budget for you to put it on right now. I can't put it on until the next scene, but no. And, you know, all this other stuff is like, well... Yeah, well, it, not I that mean, fun to watch. They're like, we'll have him do it behind the couch, so we don't have to do. Yes, yeah, we'll save thing. a buck there. Good old cutaways, cutaways, wind machine, and strobe lights. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's the spin. That is a cool look. Mm-hmm. Because of the, I, I think it's really the highlights on it that sell it. And it's it's you know very striking. It's still very striking to this day because it's it's you know it's basically it's the Tasmanian Devil from cartoons, mm-hmm. but realized nowadays, in three D in a realistic sort of three D way. Nowadays it's, they it's really fun. would have isolated that suit in the previous shot to make it. It's super funny. Yellow. I always used to think that when you, when you <laughs> I, blow, love, I always used to think that when you blow dry your hair, you have to go. Somebody's smoking. This movie, I swear to God, so many little things. So many catchphrases. Yeah. Smoking smoking had a bit of a had a bit of a heyday for a while there. Smoking. Smoking. <laughs> the feather followed him. I love this movie. <laughs> you are you are easily amused, I give you that. set the precedent yeah, before his scope for the next year. <laughs> Feather's gonna just follow him everywhere. <laughs> Until he stops. I must go downstairs. Do it. This is a pretty fortunate coincidence that he happens to Go to rob the same bank mm-hmm. that the bad guys, not the him. Bad guys who employ his love interest. Yeah, are you saying there are implausibilities in this movie? No. Yeah, how dare you? Yeah. Wait. Well, but they, actually, that's perfectly valid. I mean, it's, it's it's what do we what do we keep saying all the time? It's like it's okay, okay. There's a mask, and it makes you a green faced crazy person. But the rest of the movie should make some kind of a sense, you know. And there is some lazy lazy storytelling going on here. I love the way that he catches the bills as they fall down. He breaks out, stops, and there's three bills flying through the air, and he goes, psh, 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 and he catches, he catches all of them. Waste yeah, not, what not. Yeah, that was awesome. That guy with the long hair. He's familiar. He's been yeah, around. he's like the long-haired, crazy blonde henchman. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what he does. They need the long-haired Asian guy from Die Hard to be his, his sidekick, and then they, then they have a set. All right. Cue the, uh, the Tom Toms music. Now this I think Reginald Bell Johnson be the far crap behind. out of me because I never understood. God, that's a really long limo. How did they do that? <laughs> that limo must be a hundred feet long. That's awesome. How did they even go around corners? <laughs> yeah. Just because you weren't aware of the existence of such things. Wow, that woman. Well, and also editing, like nah. they, they cut mid. <laughs> well, sure. But. Brian makes the observation that that woman is not making wearing a bra. 
hopped over the futon to go get more hard lemonade. <laughs> no more for Give you, mister. I think we all need some more of that yeah. now. Oh, right. Nobody's getting in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At that point, he's like, well, you all got money to bribe me with now, mm. so what's the point? Man, Trey, remember when you were a kid and strip clubs were this nice? I don't think this is a strip club. <laughs> no, okay, it's a nightclub. This is a yeah, a nightclub. This is where a um, gentleman's club. This is the this is the Spearmint Rhino. Yeah. of Edge City. It's the high end version. Now I may not talk much during this part. This might be <laughs> worth watching. Yeah, this is a is special this effect I can get behind if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is not her voice. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, well, the beauty of this is we don't have to listen because we got the sound. Yeah, off. I uh, I. This was one of the one of the songs we did, in marching band G baby, and it was a uh, it in was marching a band solo. Yes, marching band. Were you not listening at the beginning? No, of course you weren't. <laughs> uh, I was in marching band freshman year, and this and the mask was our show. I'm serious, I have, this is the I, first one I've opened. It. So uh, awesome. we did some bits of the score, so I know the score, and then G baby, uh, Hey Pachuco, and uh, Hey Pachuco is the song that that they're playing when he he does the swing dance with her. Wow. Okay. And uh, another one called Let the Good Times Roll, which I don't believe yeah, is a song, featured. A song called Let the Good Times Roll. Ever heard of that one? <laughs> I don't believe it's, I've heard of I a song believe it's like that. featured uh, in, the, in the movie. It's, it's on the soundtrack, though. But there we go. Here comes, the, here comes the... Not bad. The scene. Man, that was bitching. Auga. Yeah, he doesn't do the full-on auga. But the heart, yeah. yeah. The heart kind of does that kind of trick, but... Now you'd think that somebody in this club would notice yeah. that going on in the back. Like, holy shit! What the hell? There's a monster in the back. <laughs> Someone get that guy some help. Mm. He's having some kind of heart problem. <laughs> I never got this one. There's the wolf. Man. Wow, that was a hell of a morph there. <laughs> you never got what? The Man, that star felt was awesome. What he was doing with his shoes when he was kicking them up just then. He was, oh, just being crazy. He was jerking off. <laughs> I can totally oh. tell. Man, can you imagine seeing that shot on someone's demo reel and being like, you're hired? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the spot operator up in the back row. Yeah, they always like, know, oh, I gotta, I gotta they know when to go on, man. They always know they're cute. I like how he's like, oh, my clothes. Well, my I know clothes, what to do oh, now. Okay, yeah. I forgot yeah. the 90s had a Rat Pack thing. That's the 90s right, had yeah. a Rat Pack thing and a big swing thing. I don't yeah. think it was related I, to this, but it did happen around the same time. I remember the swing thing. That was uh, Brian Setzer, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah, Stray yeah. Cats. And uh, big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Yeah. 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 Which is such an insanely great, awesome name. Yeah. <laughs> big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Yeah. Well, there was also... what was Cherry Poppin' Daddy. I was going to say Cherry Poppin' Daddy. Which, by the way, that name was one of those like Squirrel Nut Zippers names for me for a long time until I thought about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was like Cherry Popping well, Daddies. That, cherry Poppin' yeah. Daddies are the ones who did uh, maybe this. Or maybe it was Let the Good Times Roll. Because I remember uh, my... Uh, again, my... my Band director, he said, "Yeah, blah 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 by the Cherry Pop and Daddies," and he goes, <gasps> "Like he just realized <laughs> what? what what the band's name what a was." Up name it, was. <laughs> it was like, "Oh." By the way, I think we're watching uh, Cameron Diaz's best work here, <laughs> which is ironic since that's probably not Cameron Diaz. Yeah, but that's okay. It's somebody's best work. I'll tell you that right. Well, they sure they sure are star filtering the crap. Out they, of they are. It looks like it. It looks like that new Star Trek movie. For heaven's sake, lens flares everywhere. 
No, I love the way that he watches this. He lights the cigarette and he won't inhale and he keeps trying to light it until he realizes that he's dead. And then he says, <laughs> son of a bitch! And he throws it and it's awesome. Look at this. Watch. <laughs> okay. Good you have never been more involved. Yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! Whoa. And he, he's out to go. I love this. He's uh, him. Uh, fuck him. <laughs> that guy on the dance floor. Now, you know, it'd be great. Yeah, if if he asked, "Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, are you sure it's that guy? Are you sure it's that guy with the green face? Green guy with the magical powers? Pretty sure. To get yours, man. This is Edge City, and occasionally we're New York. Yeah. So <laughs> when we're not Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Now, of course, you have to you know bear in mind that the, the okay, there's a little bit going on Man, there. That was a complicated we haven't shot. we haven't seen a computer graphic before that for like four minutes. I mean, most of what's going on is just Jim Carrey being awesomely physically brilliant. You know, right? So, you know, the same idea that uh, that who you know who else could you name who probably could have done this done this role at the time anyway. Now, what did the G forces probably kill her <laughs> then? Just then, she's having a brain it's, hemorrhage. No, it's okay because yeah. when the cartoon does it. It, it's like it's like Roger Rabbit. When the tune does it, it works. Nobody else, <laughs> and only when it's funny. I love Roger Rabbit. That's a great, great film. <laughs> yeah, they worked really hard on the the seam on the back of his head for this shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Hello. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so. I'm sorry, man. You. That's kind of I forgot about that pajama thing. That's actually a cool little. Clue that that they they allow him to leave behind. Here's a, a great comedy sequence. I love this. <laughs> what is that green visor for, anyway? Dude, he's an accountant. I know, no, no, I know that. <laughs> but saying, when you're an accountant, did, what is the green visor for? Where did that cliche come from? Because they yeah. like green lights, but they're hard to find, so they make them green with their thing. Because <laughs> they just love money. Because <laughs> you need a strong overhead light, but you don't want it to be blinding he's saying, you. He's saying shoot him, and it's like, you can see that, too. <laughs> Whoa, that's kind of creepy. Green, green zombie Elvis mask is I love this little voice. God, Jim Carrey is amazing. Do you ever watch what, like a celebrity who's a Jim Carrey type and just think, how is that guy not popular in high school? You wouldn't have this personality if you were popular in high school. How is this guy well, not exactly. popular no, in high school? He wasn't. That's what it's what you're just saying. He he didn't have the personality, so he wasn't popular, and he yeah. developed it. Yeah, yeah. Just to came, cope. There just came that day when he goes, you know what? I'm just I'm gonna do fuck it. This. I'm gonna make thirty million a picture. All the stuff that I didn't yeah. want anyone to fuck see, it. I'm gonna do it on stage now. Look, and then there you are. And next thing you know, you're Robin Williams. Yeah. I think Jim Carrey's more talented than Robin Williams. Uh, On the whole, Robin Williams that. has more capacity for dramatic acting, but I think Jim Carrey has more when comedic comes, ability. Well, Carrey, Carrey's more physical. It's <laughs> a nice Robin touch Williams. there, right? I think Robin Williams has, has, is probably you know smarter. Look at the bad guys. Look at the bad guys. Go with him on it. Why? <laughs> See, because when a, you commit that hard to a joke, the people around you have no choice but to commit. Right. That's a, also, that's a tough. That's tough. These bad guys, the actors, are having. This is a tough thing because they have to, a straight guy. They have to yeah. do this five minute scene where they all they have is just go. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. Oh crap! Let's silhouette. just keep shooting at him. I forgot about his little pig faced 
partner, the cop, <laughs> yeah. who's just like the Porky Pig. Yeah, not we'll call it a reference. Oh, it's Jim Dugan. Is it Jim Dugan? Jim Dugan. You talking about the guy on the right? Jim Dugan. Him in the middle. Uh, yeah, it's Jim Dugan. I worked with Jim at the Groundlings. Jim, Jim, all through the '90s was this guy in movies and television shows. He's a cool guy. Trey, you're awesome. <laughs> What yeah. the fuck, man? I love that actor in the back, the cop, who's black, with the mustache. He's oh, uh, Smiley Grinelli. Yeah, Smiley Grinelli used to rotate oh, my yeah. tires when I was 10 years old. Smiley and I, I, we I, have go no idea. I have no idea who that is, but that other guy is Jim Dugan. I remember seeing in the... In that the, guy's eye line was not right, by the way. In the, the, uh, in, the opening, in the opening credits, I was like, oh, right, Jim Dugan was in that. If there's nothing for them to look at that's not there, their eye line isn't wrong, they're just looking weirdly. But he was looking up into the corner of the building when the guy was standing right in front of him. <laughs> well, well, maybe it wasn't know. an eyeline thing. Maybe there was something fascinating going on. You don't know. <laughs> Jim Dugan was always oh, the I guy like who played the, wearing, the second he cop. He has more than one pair of pajamas. <laughs> and he changed. Yeah, now see, there's a mistake there. Because we know that the other pajamas is what he was wearing last night because that's what morphed. He had to change. So he came home, un- un- unmasked himself, and then changed pajamas and went to bed. <laughs> I love this. That's funny. It's like, fuck. Shit, what a, what I'm a, so rich. What a horrible <laughs> situation to be in. No, it's good because, because you know that this is the honest cop. So it's like, he can't just yeah. shove some of this in the guy's face and make him go away. Figures, I know the honest cop. Yeah, my, exactly. my luck. He's the one after me for... for Someone making noise in the hallway he just, last he just night. Never, Wait, that's a good question. Like, isn't he, he's dealing with the mob and stuff yeah. like that, and then he gets called in for a domestic disturbance where it's like there was some fucking prowler. Uh, you know, aren't there other guys in the city? <laughs> yeah, no, apparently he works. Yeah, he works vice and uh, domestic disputes. Yeah. So can uh, that's a violation of his constitutional right. Yeah. <laughs> if, unless you have a warrant, you can't come in. So, by the way, Katie wants a divorce. <laughs> I just like this exact scene taking place between the takes, so it's just like, it kind of sucks that you can't get the Richard Gere roles, huh? <laughs> <laughs> kind of sucks that you can't get the Robin Williams roles, isn't it? It's like, ah, oh, well, I'll have a side of the insensitive bitch. <laughs> with a fuck you, I'm a, <laughs> I'll have the insensitive bitch with a side of fuck you. Oh, there we go. There's the callback for the pajamas, because he mentioned the pajamas last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone stole your pajamas? That actually kind of makes more sense than assuming he was there in the club wearing his pajamas. <laughs> yeah. You know? It does make more sense. You're right. If we can just find the pajama thief. Exactly. It's like the underpants gnomes. <laughs> Step two. Step question. one. Step three, I profit. love this. Uh, I love that the mask always assumes somebody is watching. <laughs> that's what that you see. That's the personality you get in from high school. It's exactly like someone's going to be watching me when I do this. <laughs> bah! I'm going to act as if someone's watching me anyway. Exactly. And then, then you're kind of horrified to find out someone actually was. Oh, someone actually saw that. I mean, you know, Star Wars kid. Anybody? <laughs> oh boy, what if the Star Wars kid got a hold of the mask? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Didn't I just blow your mind? That's, wow. <laughs> I'm going to need a minute now. Mind a little bit. Have some more hard lemonade. Really? All he's, all he's offering is $50,000? That, that seems like 94. small potatoes from, from a, a mob boss or a mob <laughs> almost boss, vice boss. They're on a budget. It's 94. <laughs> Edge City was in bankruptcy at that point. Yeah. We're still climbing out of that recession. <laughs> and I thought my jokes were bad. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. I have to say, I've never liked Cameron Diaz. I think she's You're pretty, dead to me. but she's right. not very charismatic. You can see here more why she's named Diaz, though. I mean, it's, it's, it's she, she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't always look very Hispanic, but sometimes you go, oh no, she, I see it. She totally is. Okay, mm-hmm. I get it. Some what, yeah, when it's like, let me tell you something. Yeah, right? oh, you know what? Like, I will cut you. She busts that personality. You know? It's like, oh, <laughs> no, she 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 has been around that. My yes. Mexican she went, girlfriend Rosa. Yeah. <laughs> I love that just look on his face. <laughs> 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 like slightly hunched forward head. Yeah. yeah. Dude, seriously, what is with that haircut? No human should have that haircut. You're right, Trey. No human no would human cut hair that way. Who would cut the hair there just this way? Until this second, I distinctly remember that line, and I thought he was telling him to go to Club Fat. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of weird. I mean, he's not even that big. Club <laughs> fat! I was like, huh? I'm almost curious if, if the idea is that he's gained more confidence from being the mask or if he's just cracked completely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's <laughs> lost his mind. Maybe it's a little bit of I might as well become a criminal because I already been treated with one. I love how his shit got robbed and he's like, yep, party. Hey, party. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> he, yeah. It's not it's not coming out of his it's not paycheck. His money. That's FDIC, buddy. <laughs> that money will be back by the next day. That's what the ex presidents always said when they robbed a bank. <laughs> was that a point break reference? It was. Wow. <laughs> what? First Whoa. of many. First of many. And when are we going to do that one? I think Point Break deserves to be done. Oh, yes. We need We've already point talked break about Point Break in other commentaries. <laughs> I don't think I've ever even heard of it. Or I never registered. Oh, my God. I never, you have I not ne- seen Point Break? I've never registered, oh, I've never registered the name Point oh, Break. Oh, it's a read. lock then. Oh, Michael, have you seen it? No, actually. Point Break actually, oh. point break actually uh, gives the lie to something I said during the Matrix commentary where I said that... Uh, you know, Matrix was sort of his first outing as an action star. Really, Point Break is is Keanu's first outing as an action star. It just wasn't a hit. So, what the Wait, hell was what is she trying to do here? Oh, talking about that green guy that she's got the hots for. Why? Why does everyone ask him about the mask as if they know he knows something? Because <laughs> there are only six people in Edge City. Apparently, there are. There's obviously only one bank. Well, you know, later later rift on. Look at on. that, she's pretty. Yeah, later rift on by Sam Raimi. I mean, you know, who doesn't? Is this not Kristen Dunst talking to Tobey Maguire about how hot Spider Man is? I mean, we've seen this scene since this. Well, it's oh, sure, it's also Lois Lane talking to Clark Lane Kent talking about, about how yeah, Superman is. You know, just, but but it, it's the dilemma. It's the dilemma of being the masked superhero or masked whatever he is. That's true. Antihero. The masked mask hero. Chicks dig the car. <laughs> it's interesting. It's the like, subtext would, of this is I sex too. Yeah, <laughs> I, w- I would like to see him attempt to prove to her that he taught the mask something. Like without without putting the mask on, I'm like, you try <laughs> dancing that way. Yeah. I dare you without killing her. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the second level or of himself. Oh, oh finally, Ben Stein uh, with the mask. Interesting place, not peace place, really. <laughs> 
The subtitles in this really do suck. I, I don't know how you would get Loki All right, from that no mask. Way. I don't. So he's it talking about kind the fact of a Scandinavian that he, this guy wrote a look. book about personality differences and getting ahead. And yet he's and he used no- the mask gimmick as a metaphor. But he knows a lot about. But he knows a shit ton about them, he and he has like fifty mask. of them on his wall. And he, this guy he could have trust. banished him into this mask. I'm talking about mythology, because yeah. yeah, that stops. You, like, man. So it could be the spirit of Loki who could have been banished into this mask, or it could be a thousand other things. My I'm just talking a- out of my ass. I have no idea. I love this. The, my book is about masks as a metaphor, as he's got masks. Everywhere in the wall behind him, he's like, I don't really believe in no. masks. I dig it's metaphors. Like, the, what I would like to know is what would happen if Ben Stein put the mask on? <laughs> what would that be? That would, that would be. He would become he would Gary. It, he would turn into Charles Darwin. That would be lethally boring. <laughs> bueller, 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 Bueller. Win my money. And. Oh, <laughs> the twist! The twist! I like that they shot it the same way, though, just so you'd think it was going to work. <laughs> it's like you what never had asshole. to do anything before. You would know <laughs> the fact that he doesn't give up; <laughs> he just keeps going. There you go. Did you say it wasn't like God? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yes. Qu- quiet. He's rolling. That looks. That doesn't look like a screen. We're, we're seven suppositions into this figuring out what the plot is, and everyone's been correct so far. So what the hell? I can arrange for a safe environment for you tonight if you want. What an ass. That actually kind of makes sense. It's like, okay, you're gonna try. You're gonna think you're you're a superhero tonight. Maybe I should help you. But then again, there is a superhero running around this the city or super something. <laughs> With this fucking bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> now he's the one where I'm like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Oh dear. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you haven't been watching the news at all. <laughs> really? The mask doesn't change his fingerprints? I mean, I guess that makes sense, but it also doesn't. No, if you watch it, his hands are still flesh toned. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. So, see, Loki doesn't know from these kind of things. Loki, I guess. Yeah, Loki hasn't been around long enough. He's like, what? He's been in a, he's been in a trunk for for centuries. You know, yeah. he was in a harbor, landfill park, kid. Yeah. And they have a line, like a throwaway line here, to second, where they're like, oh, "The sunset's beautiful. The purples and greens." Well, yeah, it's all the chemicals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting sunsets. doesn't look suspicious at all. <laughs> wow. How did she sneak up on him? Doesn't somebody else besides the dog put the mask on? At the, and the bad guy does, doesn't he? Does he? Yep, the villain they, they trade it around. That's the finale, which I can't wait to see. Any second now would be fine by me. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. Yeah, for heaven's sake. Is that the Aurora Borealis? Edge <laughs> <laughs> City is very close to the Arctic Circle. <laughs> it's where the deadliest the catch... The emissions, there the it is. deadliest catch boats launch from there. Hey, pink and green, that's like the color of the mask when he's naked. (laughs) Thanks for going there. Dude, if you want to see an act of centrifugal force, you just... (laughs) There we go. 
how'd they do that? I mean, he went around the one side, and they must have had to do the makeup in like three seconds. That's crazy. It's not. It's not pushed that much, but it, you know, they they are. A little bit of subtext: the fact that this Edge City is a very dystopian city. I mean, yeah. it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, you know Gotham. It's it's sort of this. Wow, what's wrong with this place? This place is off. I like the look on her face where she's like, maybe this was a bad idea. <laughs> you are clearly insane, and I should have realized that last night. I think that's the tiny voice you were talking about. Fake. <laughs> she took a while to run past that bush. We're that's- watching a rape. Yeah, <laughs> car- an attempted one at the very but it's, least. But it's okay when it's a cartoon because then it's funny. Yeah, this is actually this is actually sort of a real life version of what Pepe Le Pew was always doing to that cat. This Come is great, my darling, and we will make it. Holy shit, this is gross. <laughs> I love how she's like, okay, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) I admit that I'm kind of turned on now. (laughs) I will divide and conquer. (laughs) God, don't any of them, aren't they like something is, I like how he takes that so well. He's like, all right. (laughs) Okay. Well, again, all right. Again, this is Edge City. This is a lot of weird crap goes on in Edge City. It's not nearly as weird as that guy we got dressed like a bat who drives around. Seriously, Edge City and Toontown must be... <laughs> right, yeah, there you go. Other. It must be like the Minneapolis-St. Paul of... It's a nice little fugitive reference there. I appreciate that. I was just doing movie after That's movie That's not right my here. department. Oh. Says Werner Von Braun. Picture of Callaway's wife. What? <laughs> Jeez, I thought you'd have a sense of humor. Camcorder. There's a word you don't hear very often. Mm-hmm. Oh, who is that actress? We need to look her up. Hey, it's I've the seen dad him. from Boy Meets World. What? <laughs> it no. is the dad from Boy Meets World. It's the other. It's oh, the Sean's other guy's dad. dad. Yeah, Sean's dad. I'm like, no. The dad from Boy Meets World <laughs> was an American History X. That's oh, not the right yeah. dad. The other dad. Wow. Small-mouthed bass. I like the faces he's making. He's like, hee-hee. <laughs> I always love that. I had one of those for a while. I love that thing with the little squeeze toy with the eyes pop out. What, there's a name for that. I don't remember what it's called, but it's a cool thing. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> oh, there's some comedy happening. All right, I forgot about the little conga line bit here. We got some comedy oh, up yeah. in here. Cuban Pete. Oh, Cuban Pete. There that's, you go. That's the song. That was our closer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the king of the jungle beat. There we go. You see the guys <laughs> repelling down the... Uh... There's the auga. Yeah, <laughs> the auga came with the little horn that he was blasting at the guy in the car. Yeah, the, the horn literally uh, said auga. So, now we're gonna have another one of our big numbers. Jim Carrey probably can't dance pretty well. Yeah, I mean he's he's got like excellent control of his body. I love I love that 
that this is some weird like cartoony effects action movie and we're like oh it's another one of the big numbers <laughs> oh also it's a musical I guess this is I, I don't know if is this a pre-existing song yeah, I think so. Desi, okay. Ar- Desi Arnaz did this song. Oh, of course, I love yeah. Lucy all the time. This is one of his, his signature numbers. Oh, that's number. right. Actually, I have seen that because I used his to big watch signature Lucy, tune. So. In fact, I believe. Why did I, I even ask? I believe he wrote it, but I'm uh, not sure about that. But Desi he Arnaz was Cuban. Yeah. No, that's definitely a backlot. No, this is definitely New York Street in the backlot. Yeah. Yeah. The prostitutes are all sort of afraid to touch his butt. <laughs> yes. Okay, but, but still, they wanted to. Yeah. So- I love that leap. Oh, it's so it's so graceful. <laughs> I like how he does the magic fingers there. He's like <laughs> the power. Oh, that's right. And then everyone has to join the number. She looks kind of like Jamie Presley. <laughs> Jamie Presley would have been six when this movie was made. <laughs> you keep saying that, but <laughs> like, like Teague was. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's probably true. Mm. Not bad Doyle What? I, I clearly had nothing to do with that <laughs> Quite frankly I don't think I'd need to be magically coerced I'd probably just join the day <laughs> I'd be like you know what I've had a rough night You know yeah. what? Yes The SWAT guys are doing it I'll do it is That's fine yes, The SWAT is. guys Speaking of look, They're just swinging around The SWAT guys And the hookers are in I mean what's the, what's the harm I think I, You know you're the SWAT party guy, The SWAT guys Are swinging by That's very fun Let's see Talk about Now there's the party pooper Peter Riegert's being a party yeah, pooper Yeah that's what I'm saying I'm like total party yeah. pooper Like you know, dancing. I, gotta, I gotta tell you For the last half an hour This movie's been exactly How I remembered it And I'm liking it Yes, what century no? was she from? <laughs> Twelfth, I'm pretty sure. That was that was Missy Goodkind who was uh, seen dancing with the devil. She was later crushed with stones. Why would you take it off? Don't take it off. How are you going to get out of here now? Yeah, really. You might want to get farther than a half block away before <laughs> you do that. Where, where they didn't see you the last time. Although that mm. is the first time we've seen the mask come off. Mm. Had she figured it out? Is that how that works? I'm not sure. Yeah, because the next scene is him talking about it with her. I'm not sure this is okay. Well, it is Edge City, but still. <laughs> no, it's kind of a... <laughs> the Edge City seems to have a very, like, Grand Theft Auto kind yeah, of feel. We don't know who's in that Just car. Shoot him. <laughs> that could be anybody in that car. Blast it. <laughs> Thank you, subtitles. <laughs> The Edge City Tribune. Oh, yeah, I remember this scene. Actually, I, I, I also really like this movie. So not only did I read the novelization, I read the graphic novel. Oh, Michael. Wow. What the hell? The gra- now, it was a, no. this was a comic no. first. No. This was a comic first, but then they graphic novelized the movie itself. Good Lord. Which um, was itself based off of a comic book. Yes, yes. All and right. they, uh, uh, there's, a, there's a scene coming up here. I, I just remembered it. Um, from from the graphic novel, there's a scene coming up here where like the bad guy dangles her over the the machine or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, he saves her in the graphic novel. He doesn't. She goes in and becomes a blood smear on Whoa. all of the newspapers Whoa. coming out. It's pretty like what? really, <laughs> yeah. Michael, huh? You watched the movie. Mm-hmm. 
And you read the novelization. And you read the graphic novel. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> wait. I, I haven't memorized the dialogue. Okay, I can't recall it now. So wait, you read okay. two iterations of the story based on the movie. Did you ever read the comic book? No. What the hell? I couldn't find it. Dude. I couldn't find it. And up until now, I have kind of forgotten about it. <laughs> up until we started watching it. But um, I'd actually like to. And since I know some people at Dark Horse, I could probably maybe get some copies. Although I know the people in the movie branch, and that's quite separate from the mm. comics branch. As well, how about you, out. tough guy? Have you read the Yeah, what do you got? I've never read a comic book in my life. Fuck that. Yeah, neither have I. So. Comic books scare me. Now, as a mask, like, was, as a comic book, was it a one-off? I mean, wasn't it a series? Oh, it was a series. Or? Yeah, okay. It was a series. In but fact, in the series... They don't, they the don't series, do it anymore? There's no chance in hell so. I'm reading a series of comic books. In the series, the, um, uh, eventually, like, the police officer, the, the police guy that's chasing him, gets the mask and becomes the mask for, for a little while in the series run. So it, it, it went on for a while, and the, the mask changed hands several times. It wasn't just a Stanley Ipkiss. It was more like a Green Lantern type thing. Oh well, this I can see here. I now, lied. Now that I see I what's going that. on, this, there's no 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 monologue. This Fuck just, it. I lied. This justifies why she becomes a blood smear because she she uh-huh. is working for the bad guys and turned him in. So might be yeah, might be a little strong for a. So for, what are these? Movie, what are these giant rolling things and the? I guess some kind of like paper book that they're putting out. What what is that? It's, it, the printing it's press, the newspaper, it's dude. The newspaper office. Is that okay? It's okay. Look, back in the day, sort of like- there used to be these dead trees that they would make into squares, <laughs> and then they would put basically like really strong dye, like you know how I dye my hair. Yeah, but it was black on it in, in little bitty letters, and you'd be able to read them every single day. They did this. Hey, they, hey, they, look, they, look, cloud tank, yay! Very nice, yeah, nice. cloud tank. tank. Yeah. Anyway, Brian, uh, I, I'll, I have a book you can borrow. And it'll yeah, these big rollers because it's called a printing press, which presses the ink onto the paper. Yeah, I see, like how this is so it's like, different. This, this, this kind of tells this tells you what the, the very nice cloud tank. This tells you the with the, some difficult roto edging on it, but okay. But this but this tells you the state of the art. It's like okay, we could kind of do lightning because lightning is really is actually cartoon, and we've got you know CG morphing, but CG particle clouds. Oh no, that's still a decade away. Uh-huh. That's still a cloud tank effect. You know what's funny? The one effect that I think is the actual most impressive effect in Raiders of the Lost Ark is the one that I'd completely forgotten to acknowledge, which is. At the end, when they're getting the arc and they're on the island for the no cloud reason, cloud tank, the cloud tank shot, yeah, where you see when it shoots the lid of the Ark of the Covenant up into the sky and, and the, the cloud, clouds and the just the clouds like part. separate, yeah, and then they separate back in like iris open, iris. Yeah. It's just like I like how he still which, which you know, that's which is awesome. which is technically you know you know easy as a relative term, but that's pretty easy to do with a cloud tank. You know, it's like all you do is just drop different temperature water through the center of it, and it pushes the paint out of the way and run it backwards, and it goes the other way again. You know, it takes a little finesse in how you achieve it, but you just you know squirt, squirt a high pressure jet into the layer of clouds and makes a hole. Whereas you know some some, mind, some lunatic yeah. with a particle you know particle software will sit there for eighteen months going I don't know I don't quite have the dynamics quite figured out. <laughs> Maybe if I just up the specular highlights. That's not how specular highlights work. <laughs> <laughs> Take out half the sticks. Great inside jokes, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, most of the audience like what? It's the, well, it's the mystery. There's this. the mystery science theater concept. The right people just got that. Yeah. The rest of y'all, hey, do your homework. Those are really flat tires. <laughs> Those are very big guys. Realized. 
No, but they're really wow. Flat. That dead dog is moving. Yeah, <laughs> I had forgotten the whole Milo subplot. <laughs> Gonna fall right into my lap. <laughs> the SWAT team was offered Vegas. Wow, wow. Thanks, Doyle. <laughs> Man, I even said it in the right tone. <laughs> if that was a song, I Bravo. hit the note. Proud. I like the way he says, he pulls out the, the mask, and he's like, how do you explain this? And he goes, hum. So, wait a minute, that's the wrong mask. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So. It was one of those classic Jim Carrey faces. <laughs> um... <laughs> So are we nearly at the point where he has to put the mask on in order to save the day? Are we about that point in the story now? Almost. It's kind of funny how, in terms of, in terms of a story, in terms of the structure of this film, and I think it's worth it. get it back from the bad guy. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I think the movie works. But structurally, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> All right. Guy finds dead guy in water, steals his stuff. It's it not a dead guy. It's it's just a dead a guy. Well, he thought it was a dead guy. Yeah. Okay. He went down because he thought it was a dead well, guy. Well, he was going to help him. He wasn't going to rob him. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't until he discovered Dead guy, I'm going to go steal his stuff. Junk. This is not the beginning of my point. That's yeah. just the start of the story. Yeah, I hope not because it's starting off badly. Roll with me here. It's a poor he, premise. He, like he, he basically <laughs> is a guy with a mask that occasionally he puts on and he does things that are wacky. And then at the same time, he happens to get in trouble because other people elsewhere are doing fucked up shit. And he gets involved in the mob by sheer coincidence, and then only until the end of the movie is there actually a call to action where it's like, oh, oh, now I need to save the day. Up until this point, it's just been, I'm really bored or my life has been really bad. I'm going to dive behind the couch and put on the mask and do another yeah, 25 it's, it's minutes for the It's not quite the Campbellian progression, you know. There's, there's still, there's still, you know, he's he's pulled out of his his comfortable ordinary world by something magical. So, but there's there's not a a an active yeah call to action to take care of the bad guy until until yeah. very late in the game until about now. He's not trying to accomplish anything. Yeah, but but structurally, he's trying to accomplish Cameron Diaz. Yeah, I know. Oh, I would too. But structurally, it's it's pretty standard. It's I actually would. by the numbers. But yeah, there is a the the. Becoming the hero comes a little later than normal, um, you know, but it's not unprecedented. Basically, this is this is exactly the same plot that Sam Raimi used in Spider-Man that worked just fine. You know, here's a guy who kind of inadvertently becomes someone with these powers, but he doesn't instantly go, "I'm going to be a hero and save the world with these powers." It takes him he a while to get for a while, you know, until his well, until his girlfriend's in trouble, and then he finally says, he, oh, okay. he does realize early on he's like, "I could be a superhero, but and, fuck it, and make buckets of money." I'm gonna you know? I'm gonna show exactly. some pipes the, up the, the guy's first, ass. The first, the, with my car. the first step is is to go. Hey, I can get, I can make some bank off of this. And I'm not going to be a hero. I'm just going to make money. You could even, you could even say this is a. It's a very extended refusal of the call. Exactly. It's a refusal. The steps are still there, but yeah, as, as you, were, it's it's correct to say that the the refusal of the call usually doesn't last three quarters of the movie. Right. Those are kind of wide bars. I bet he could. Yeah, he that. could just grease up and walk out. <laughs> I just realized. I just realized I'm going to look like Bill Pullman in a couple of years. <laughs> Let this be our Independence Day. No, I can't get that role. That is only a couple of years from this. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, They're probably shooting it already. Yeah, no? Independence Day was uh, ninety nine. No, it wasn't that early. It was ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was ninety six. It was ninety six. No, it was not. Yes, it was. Oh no way! Go look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to look it up. You're wrong. No, I. You, you'll see. Just just you wait. 
I'm going to say 98 is my guess. Oh, okay. I'm still going to go with 95, 96. It's 96. I'm, I'm putting my, my chips down on 96. <laughs> Let's see how that roll comes up. Look at him. Look. <laughs> you you can fit all the way through If you can that. put your head to the if bars, you can get there. Unless exactly. you, if you're built like him, you can. If you're, Yeah, your head is the widest part of you if you're built like someone like Jim Carrey. Trey Independence Day came out in 1996. Bam. Wow. Even, even IMDb's got it wrong. That's freaky. Oh, uh, nice. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Oh, hey, good. handheld. Hey, shocking, because there's no effects going on. Yeah. That's odd. I'm trying to place how, how that's possible, because that just does not fit with my timeline at all. He did Independence Day, <laughs> then the next summer did, it, did Men in Black, and there's 1997 all over that movie. Who's he? Will, Will Smith. Will Smith. Oh, Will Smith, okay. And then the I'm just talking about, I know exactly boys. where I was when I saw Independence Day, and it was not 1996, so something's wrong in my, in my brain. Is, is, <laughs> is, there, is there a chance that you saw it very late? Mm, no, no. And The Mask came out in 1994, according to IMDb, that I now have open. (laughs) Well, that's cheating. The point of this podcast is to give you information you could already have. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Save you the time. In only two hours of listening to us, you can save that two seconds of looking up something on IMDb. (laughs) Chuck Russell said The Mask started as a very dark horror film. That would have been cool. That'd be awesome. That would have been pretty cool. And and from what I understand about the comic, it was kind of a horror comic. Yeah. As opposed to a I can, comedy, yeah, I can see how it could be. Now I'm. Somebody. I kind of, I kind of like to see that version. I'd like to see a reboot of the franchise yeah. as a horror franchise. Now, just, what, what's the tone of the comic book itself? Is it? I think it's. I think it's more of a horror because because Dark Horse does pretty dark stuff. Generally speaking, they're not comic related. Gee, you'd think they would, but with a name like Dark Horse. But um, yeah, that's. Uh, I can see that, and and I think, and you can. I'm not going to swear to this. You could look at IMDb it, but I don't think Chuck did anything between directing wise between the Blob and this. And the Blob was '88, and I know it was '88. That one I'm confident <laughs> about. Um, that one we're gonna we're gonna put down money on. Yeah, exactly. Because I have I have a crew jacket at home that has a big '88 on it, so I'm pretty uh, well, solid. It might have come out. Are you come sure it wasn't from Back to the Future? Who's telling it. you how many miles to go? We made it. In, we <laughs> made it in '88. So Jim um, Carrey made four hundred and fifty thousand dollars on this movie. I. I you think that yeah, was the last time he ever made six digits worth Less of money. Less than a million, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, so I, I don't think Chuck. I don't think Chuck directed anything. He may have produced a few things, but I don't think he directed anything between the Blob and this. And the Blob is the Blob is a pretty dark. IMDb. Find out the Blob is save a, Trey from himself. From what the Blob Find is a out pretty. What the last thing was that the, check it's, out the it's, director's. It's not comedy. germane to my point, which is the last movie I'm pretty sure he made was a very dark horror movie called The Blob. Ah, so fair enough. You know, he could have done it. Yeah. Yeah. I could see how he might have gone. Yeah. So the mask, awesome, and then it became this uh, this different kind of a thing. And then they hired Jim Carrey, and they're like, oh, and then, oh wait a minute. Yep, the uh, Blob was '88, and the Mask was '94. Those are did, those are those are successive movies. And he and hadn't then, done anything between, right? Uh, directing wise, no, nothing between. He also produces, so he might have done other he, stuff. He's done several projects between those two. Yeah. Uh, however, the most recent film he directed was The Scorpion King. That's right. He also did uh, Eraser, which actually was uh, and Bless the Child, which I saw. Did he do Bless the Child? Uh huh. I did not know that. Scorpion King. Chuck, oh dear. Chuck or Charles. Um, he's a cool guy. He was, I learned a lot from watching him on the on the Blob and working for huh. him on the Blob. He's the Russell. I love how I love how excited the dog. You can see the dog. He's like, go get him, go get him. And like every time the dog gets a little more excited about it, I like that. He is the Russell in Darabont Freed Russell Productions. He is. Darabont wrote the Blob. Darabont wrote wow. the Blob. Yeah. Really. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
It must have been awesome. <laughs> it must have had really great foreshadowing. <laughs> it was it was an early project for him, but um, it was before he started directing, of course. But yeah, Chuck, 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 and Frank have, have been partners great in a lot the of dog. things. The dog is a really good performer. The dog is doing say. great work. He's got such a look of concern. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, face. I'm so screwed. <laughs> Yeah. So you don't even have to grease up and get to those bars if they let you have your dog. <laughs> well, that, the dog that came dog in. jumped an easy thirty feet, by the way, to get <laughs> to get to where he could catch it. That's that that dog is already a superhero without the mask. Now I've missed something here, and it's not you know because I've been paying attention. Hmm. What is this I, guy's deal? Why is he blowing <laughs> the fucking world up? I I couldn't tell you. Um. <laughs> no. Um. Because uh, he's. Because he's tired of being the second banana, I think. So he wants to, I, like... I, 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 I'm going to shoot golf balls out of your mouth. Out, out of your mouth. <laughs> Whoa there, Howard Hughes. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> so you see we're setting up a very complicated... Oh, why would you do this? Watch the hand. Watch the hand. Just because it's, it's so funny. Cops, because this is a great shtick. When cops, cops laugh when you do this to them. You should try Have you ever done it? <laughs> And we laugh. We just, oh, they laugh? No, if you're in uh, Requiem for a Dream, they just go, oh, come on. Yeah, they just. Come on, guy, give me a comeback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seriously stressed out here. Okay. Are we, we're at the point in the commentary where we just read the. We just, yeah. we just say the lines and go, that was awesome. So, so, are we, again, are we almost done with this thing? We're, 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 all the pieces are in play now. It's like, okay, so now the second banana bad guy is going to turn on the bad guy bad guy. And these guys have, now they're going to join but, forces. I mean, and, I mean we're, we're saying that, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's kind of really well structured because we're like, we're doing exactly what they want us to, where we're like, put the fucking mask on. <laughs> put it on! So basically, yeah, the, the entire, just put the mask on. The entire <laughs> momentum the story builds is entirely as a result of the fact that she walked in the bank that one day because they wanted to knock it over. So uh-huh. he just got a crush on the, got a crush on the wrong girl. Yeah. The whole mob thing <laughs> is her fault as in always in terms of his life. As always, it's the woman's fault. Yeah. Yes. Nicely done. Thank of you. all the banks in all the world, she cases mine. Yeah. What's that you're playing? You know that's that totally LA, right? That's yeah, very that much that's that very much that's LA. Fucking, yeah. No look, doubt. It looked like uh, well, this, the Wilshire. bank, the bank interior. I'm trying to place because I've seen that location before with that mural ceiling they have. It's it looks like, kind of like the one from Blade Runner, but I don't want. Th- it might well be. It's it's like the Hollywood Athletic Club. Lo- kind of looks like that if it's not that specifically. Um, that that gets used for a, as movie locations a lot. That said, okay, the sign said Casino Night. The subtitle said Tonight, comma <laughs> Casino. <laughs> tonight, <laughs> Casino, Casino Night. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Thank you. What's tonight, Casino? Tonight. <laughs> Oh, because I love Casino. Because the roulette board Night. totally wouldn't have uh, sold that for me. <laughs> Richard Jenny. Platypus man. Yeah, I don't care. She just walked away from her slot. <laughs> she, she didn't even watch to see what happened. She, was right? like, I don't she give pulled a the sh- handle and didn't even wait to see if it paid off. Now, is that Carl, Wins- Carl Winslow? No. Okay. Because he looked kind of like him. No, that was. Is he that, playing a cop? No, he's no. playing the mayor. Oh, okay, so that's then it's not him. It is not it's original Vel Johnson. Isn't it great to be so great with our cigars and our drinks and our great? <laughs> and ponytails. Whoa, damn. Ponytails plus ma- male pattern baldness. That's how you know a guy's a douchebag. 
It's like, let it go, man. You don't have hair. <laughs> that's like the ultimate mullet. Whatever. I can fake a ponytail. I don't give a shit. <laughs> a mullet that starts in the nape of your neck. <laughs> You're not only being cynical, but <laughs> you're thinking of the wrong You're totally tale. quoting the wrong Disney movie. Yeah. Oh, was he fired? Dude, he hit a golf ball out of his face. Yeah, but was that firing him? <laughs> in mob world, that's, that's totally in right mob world, they, yeah. they can easily just be like, don't fuck up next time, you yeah. know? So people are actually, you know... Being hit and dying here, which is kind of unusual for a, a lighthearted, wacky comedy. Well, Some, he's the villain. It's it's gotten pretty dark at this point. Well, but I'm still as a movie, though. I'm saying, uh-huh. you know, normally people blaze away and everyone dives behind a a one inch thick wooden table and everyone's fine afterwards. You know, we just, this 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 little exchange opened with a guy taking a visible bloody bloodshot gunshot wound and falling over. Why would he think that he couldn't actually die? Uh, he just uh, when you put the mask on, you just seem to understand how it worked. It seems like <laughs> you become a god. Yeah, because the Jim Carrey mask didn't seem to mind too much either. Mm. He was like, "Yeah, I'll be fine." Yeah. <laughs> that would have been nice your mind. If he yeah. just hip kiss. If he just screamed like a girl when he was first shot, ah! and then oh, oh, awesome! <laughs> I didn't actually die. That's sweet. <laughs> I'd okay. forgotten that line. Get your dog away from me. I'm sorry. He seems to be attracted to you. The dog likes the gun, too. He's like, hey. <laughs> yeah, the dog, yeah. I wouldn't get too excited if the dog was into anything that he's holding up. The dog's, what, fetch it? Play with it? Talk it? What do I do? Oh, and he doesn't obey. <clears throat> Milo's a bad boy. Bad dog. That's a poorly trained dog. <laughs> Wesley Snipes? <laughs> Wesley Snipes, no. Wrong decade. Oh. This decade, he'd be that guy, yeah. I should, well, this decade, that henchman would already be in prison. <laughs> oh, not the piggy bank. Oh, crap. It's, it's for just the or- a big computer with the funds in it. It's for the orphan. <laughs> yeah, really. It's all digital. <laughs> it's a big PayPal computer. Now we're talking. Now we're getting somewhere. See, I don't like this unrequited evil for evil. Evil for evil's He's sake. He's gonna blow up his girlfriend. Why? Because she, he believes that she was cheating on him with with Stanley. Actually, he's so, like, "Oh, you don't want me no more." Oh well. You, you don't think this is still just a little too calculating? He's the mask. On whose part? He likes to kill people. This mask does. It's the it's the downside of being mischievous. Ibkus is kind That's of... That's awesome. They clearly see what's happening in the mayor. The mayor goes, don't you know who I am? That's not something you want to throw out there. You don't want to throw out there that you're the head of the That's law. Right. That's in right. You're right. I almost forgot to kill you, too. Why ten minutes? Why not just blow it? Because <laughs> he's going to be standing We're way there. too late to be asking, like, you know, serious detail questions about this movie. mask. He'll be fine. Ten minutes with your fucking countdown, God. <laughs> that didn't used to bother me, but the more people that mentioned the countdown clock on bombs, the more I'm like, you yeah. know, that is stupid. <laughs> Why is that stupid? Why put a countdown clock on a bomb? Well, 
And like, Especially if you're just going to hide it somewhere. And yeah. you oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 countdown. I thought you meant, okay, I thought you meant having a countdown device. So well, it's like, a, no, it's you also, have it's, that. And I can see why it's important to have a visible countdown. So you go, okay, I've got eight minutes to get the fuck out of here myself, if that's the key important thing. But yeah, to have a, a massively, you know, blinking 17 seconds to go. What do we do, MacGruber? You know. <laughs> Now, I'll tell you one of my favorite pet peeves, and we, we have yet to encounter a movie that, that has this in it, which I'm kind of shocked, but it's the, you know, surely within, if we'd done the abyss today, like we talked about, we would have seen it there, and it's the classic, how do you shut off the nuclear warhead scene? Right. And uh, Armageddon, and, you know, name of Oh, the which dozen, wire do I cut? The which wire do I cut? Now, I've already shared it with you, the, the fun fact about nuclear warheads. I, I, once, I, I had an extensive conversation with a guy who worked in an Air Force base in Minot, North Dakota. His job was to decommission nuclear warheads. Oh, my God. And he says, you know a fun fact about nuclear warheads? A six-year-old can deactivate a nuclear <laughs> warhead. Why would you design a nuclear warhead that's hard to make it not blow up? Mm-hmm. It's like the whole point of a nuclear warhead is they're very difficult to make blow up. And if you want them to not blow up, it's a very obvious push here to make not ever blow up button. <laughs> There's no nuclear warhead on the planet, even the Russians, the that re- isn't the phenomenally reason- simple to disarm. The reason he told you that? Was because, because he's I'm not trying to get you in the sack. That's but right, at the right. bar, at the trust bar, me, it's a pain in the ass. At the ass. bar, he's like, oh, I had, to de-arm, I had to de-arm five nuclear warheads yesterday. I once, I've, I've been inside an Army uh, Bradley, a Bradley attack vehicle. Have you ever been inside an Army tank or a Bradley attack vehicle? Uh-uh. The instructions, how to operate it, are written right in giant letters in, huh. at sixth grade reading level. Really? really? Yeah. Well, it's you the know, army because that's our army. The army. You know, so so it's like if you want to if you want to operate almost Offense any to piece, brave men and women. That's right. Who would die bravely to protect <laughs> something? But but if you want to operate any piece of army equipment, chances are you can. Instructions are written right on it in ways that. So try. Are you telling me that Battlefield Earth, in which almost cavemen people hop into Harrier jets and can instantly fly them? Is. Theoretically, it would be possible. There, oh there, my gosh! Uh, Battlefield Earth omitting got something right. We get it. Oh god! Omi- omitting the issue of there is for something like that, there is a skill requirement which you must add. But driving a tank is not a lot of skill required. It's funny. There's when trust me because I have done it. I love this line. <laughs> yeah, that that always Ow. made me laugh. Just the way he said that. One, uh, one a, freaking eye. A while back. We had a boat. My family had a boat. We, we, we got a small house so we could have a boat on the lake and just spend the summers basically hanging out, you know. There we go. Water skiing and stuff. And one day we rented a jet ski and found that there's instructions for something written upside down on the bottom of the jet ski. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? And then at one point, it was just like, Body there we are in the here. water, off the jet ski, it's upside down, and it's instructions how to flip it back over. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's clever. Well, that's well, why it's like the, the classic, the Claymore Mine, the Claymore Mine. On one side says this side toward enemy because that's an important detail to get correct. That is a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> oh, that is a lovely outfit. That was a quick ten minutes. I like that boulder. Hey, with the comedy, with the peeing. You know what? This works because it's a dog. <laughs> he is hung like a mask. I'm telling you, that dog. Did that dog get an enhancement after he put the mask when on? When it's a, uh, probably. <laughs> that means that when it's was... a transformer, that's less okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That joke. Then it's just wrong and it's creepy. Some guy in the art department had to make a fake mask-sized dog dick. No, that was a real dog. That was the real dog thing. And the, someone, had to, someone in the props department had to mix up dog urine. And I've and I've been on a project where someone actually had to make a, a fake, I love the fake face dog shit, which is always face, fun for the, the prop department to make mm-hmm. the fake. The dog, dog shit. makes a face when he pulls off the mask. Mwah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I'm a happy dog. Huh? 
That is so not seconds. No, definitely not. Definitely <laughs> yeah. not. But it goes so fast when they cut back to it, but then it's like, it's been two minutes since we last looked at it, and it was less than two minutes. Something's left. wrong with that timer. That's a cheap timer. And again, if it's going to be that crummy, yeah. why have the timer? Exactly. Why not just have like, you know, you could have a fuse. <laughs> Maybe just a cigarette, you know, and just kind of burning down. Okay. Now, however, time seems to be standing still <laughs> because it should be. Ex- it always does ex- when he does the joke. It should so, be exploding so, so, any second. You know, it's a, it's a, it's the again the cartoon thing where it's like as long as he doesn't look down, there is a there is ground there. I wonder how many how many kids really young thought that that line comes from this movie. <laughs> well, they're all in this room, so did they? <laughs> yeah. Giant CG bad things. We're all like watching the movie. There it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah it happened again. Seven seconds. I'm Four. Sorry. I'm sorry, audience. Three. Two. <laughs> we just want to see what happened. Oh, there we go. Very nice. Wow, that is totally the wrong color of countdown on the thing, by the way. <laughs> and it still had a minute on it hmm. when he shoved it in his face. Well, you know. On the whole, this is really, really impressive. That fire was actually pretty good. Yeah. It's better yeah, it than was. fire I've seen lately. <laughs> lately, yeah. But the bad guy always has to come back for that one last thing. And it's always with a knife. He's like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. oh, Bullets didn't work. Yeah. So I'm sure a knife, him. a knife is surely going to be gonna the answer. I'm going to scale down. And you yet. Know, you know, it didn't work with the Porter or with that Steven Seagal movie either, pal. Oh man, I'd forgotten this gag. It's always like, as long as I can come up with it, it mm. will work. Yeah. It's like Harold and the Purple Crayon kind of gone horribly uh-huh. wrong. <laughs> I wonder where that goes. Ooh, ow. Goes to the same place that uh, <laughs> the guy that falls into the chocolate river. You know, I was going to say, out. it's like the Oompa Loompas have got him now. Yeah. It's over. Doesn't it seem like that would really hurt? Like I think pulling so. off your hair. He kind of screams. It's, when it, it's but hair. Look yeah, at his face it's, it's when he like, does yeah. that. It's just like uh, just like you know trying to get venom off of you in Spider Man. It's like uh, you know it's not a pleasant uh-huh. experience. All right, and you, I'm going to need that gun Arrest when you. Yourself. I'm going to need that gun when you're through. Thanks. I'll just keep this. Take it home with me, in case I feel bad later. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. I'm going to wait another 10 years. Oh, <laughs> Trey. No. No. Oh, come on. Yeah, that was good. I love Richard Jenny more than anyone in this room. But he's dead, and we have to say it. That's right. I'm, really? I'm, I'm of the Mr. Well, what do you have to say about that, I'm Richard a, Jenny's mom? I'm of the Mr. Michael, I'm of the Michael O'Donohue school of humor. It's like, yeah, that would have been a bad joke if I was some kind of immortal being, but I could go home and piss blood on the carpet tonight, so I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want. You know, and then tomorrow Richard Jenny's grandmother can go, Oh, that Trey Stokes, he died funny. Woohoo! And, you know, and it's perfectly fair. I will not complain when that happens. You'll be dead. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's, that's the kind of thing I'm like, if, if I ever got like cancer or something, mm-hmm. I would get all my friends together and be like, I want you to understand something. As soon as I die, 
you're allowed to make yeah, jokes. Yeah, it's funny. It's hysterically it is funny. funny. <laughs> make the joke. This is some funny shit. <laughs> and it's going to be funny when you're doing it, too. <laughs> oh, yes. Look at this. It even feels like a, um, we need an ending. This feels like an outtake. It's, it's, it's an outtake. It's all out. It's it faded out. It's and then an outtake in. from the last action hero all of a sudden. It's the, <laughs> it's the same Where car on the same bridge. That's LA. And that is interesting. Yeah. I mean, we've got the um, the color palette is totally just like, yeah. whoop. Is this Sepulveda? Where is this? Well, this is fucking white linen. Uh, it's suit. downtown, it's downtown. Yeah. In fact, I think this is over the LA River, which, of course, isn't really a river. It doesn't look anything like this river. This takes takes place, but... Sullivan. Is that what's Sometimes gonna... it does. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah so it's right. like, yes, we go to this bridge, the LA River, That's but suddenly amazing. there's a river there, which doesn't actually exist anywhere in LA. Because it's Edge City, man. It's totally Edge City, man. It's GTA 7, Edge City. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. It'd be cool because occasionally, no, because then you'd occasionally run you have to get the, the mask. You want to get the mask or, or, get, or, or get the mask. Yeah, or get the mask. But like when, when nightfall comes, like you're like, oh, the mask. <laughs> Look out. He's out there somewhere. <laughs> it's a whole different game when the night when it's come, comes night. I'd probably be this guy too. I'd be like, I am going to get that <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Although you got to realize, you know, it's not going to help you right now. Well, it's um, it's sunset. How did Get that close. even happen? It was right in front of him, and then, <laughs> and then it was behind him. <laughs> Fucking. Continuity. All right, say the line so we can do an iris out. Smoking. It, it's so funny when it's smoking because then it sounds <laughs> yeah. like some kind of really bad advice for children. <laughs> like he's cheering about the about smoking. Smoke, a strange, smoking. A strange product placement. Yeah. Smoking. It's not even really a product. It's just a general now this, type of product. This is probably going to be one of those movies where the credits are going to, you know, it's like the Roto guy is going to be, you know, a visual effects supervisor you've heard of at right. this point. If only we were fucking watching the credits. We're not uh, watching the credits. But, um, you know, but that would be a good reason to have done it. So, because, yeah. um, I mean, 94, that's, that's, that's kind of the, that's kind of, bad, fuck it. That's kind of the, the standard thing in, in uh, you know, a movie from 15 years ago. It's like literally the guy who was the runner at the effects house is now the guy who just won the Oscar. The guy who just won the Oscar this year. Brian Dresden is a cool So. I, I still love that movie. I mean, I know it's not a perfect movie, but it's I, I like it a lot. I still don't much care for it at all. It didn't impress me anymore. I mean, nice effects. They should have used them in a movie. <laughs> I got no complaints. Ouch. I got no complaints. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was interesting to watch it again after you kind of understand the humor. Film, no, like <laughs> filmmaking. And, well, yeah, Sorry. a lot of the jokes. But filmmaking and like the way you structure a story and the just watching how you know the way I, that structure plays out I have such bizarre thoughts now that I know how filmmaking works because like there's a scene at the club and then there's his dream sequence and like the dream sequence comes and I'm like huh they shot that at the same time you know just like <laughs> I'm like shut up <laughs> like stop thinking about well knowing things. how films are made will, will ruin films for you I mean yeah. there's no doubt about it it Certainly, my experience, maybe if it's the same for you, is is any movie that any movie that actually will will keep my attention enough where I'm not even thinking about how they made the movie is a really good movie. Right. Yeah. But you it know. definitely sets the bar higher. No. Yeah. Oh, it oh, absolutely yeah. does. But you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, yeah, if a movie is a movie like this, you know, makes me go, "Wow, this was a lot of work that a lot of people did." 
You know, that's that's different from me going, I'm enjoying what I'm watching. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm enjoying the story being told in Exactly. Front of What's yeah. an example of a movie that you forget about how it was made? Uh, you know, most of what we've seen here, you know, I think, uh, you know. Do you forget about Starship Troopers when you watch it? I can't think about, I can't forget about Starship Troopers, you know, because I was one of the people who made it. You know, yeah, so, I mean, I'm, sure, but, I mean, I'm just um, imagine that's a whole other level. Yeah, I can't, I can't, you know, there's, there's, there's no way I could do that, but um I can't be completely objective about about watching that movie, but I mean, you know, well, name like a good a good movie, an actual good movie, like you know, uh, the last Harry Potter film. You know, I didn't go, wow, that was a lot of roto. You know, it's like I was just watching the movie and I was enjoying the movie. It's that way. I saw Children of Man when it came out, and we were talking about this before the podcast started, and that was a movie where I completely forgot about. Everything. Yeah. I, I yeah. to be honest, that was a movie for me, and we should probably do Children of Men. But that was a movie for me that I was I was watching, and I actually was sitting there, you know, I and I, I cued in. I was like, this is still the same shot. Sometimes with Children of Men, I, I did do that a couple children times. Children of Men kind of is in your face about it so much uh-huh. that it yeah. kind of makes you think about that right. stuff. Um, but that, that I think is the for me anyway the the last movie that really managed to suck all of the filmmaker <laughs> yeah. out of me for the Children time being. Men. And I just came out of the end of the movie. I still, yeah. as a filmmaker, I think Dark Knight wow. that for me. I, I still think, this is, I still think the for Mask the... is an underappreciated movie, though. Certainly really? It was yeah. huge. It was, How can it be underappreciated? No one ever talks about it anymore. Well, okay. No one. I mean, it's like but one it of those is... movies where it's like, that was a movie. I remember that movie now that you mentioned it. It's one of those things that just sort of fell by the wayside. It's kind of, I mean, the work of the director in this movie was really... I think I think if they had workman like, yeah, he was a workman director. He's just like yeah. I'm going to show up and I'm going to frame the camera and, and occasionally we'll dolly. But, yeah. yeah, but exactly. um, but yeah, it, it definitely. I think if they had if they had whipped out a sequel within four years afterward, then it would be the kind of thing that people were like, oh yeah, the mass movies and yeah. stuff like that. But since it took them. Five eight years. It took them yeah. f- fourteen years. It was only a year or two. Ago it was, it was not that long ago. Yeah, and and, um, and then ended up with Jamie Jamie Kennedy, right? Yeah. Blew it hard. And, and a good friend of mine was the visual effects producer on it, and she was in Australia for over a year working on Mask Two, which uh-huh. you know was again we can IMDb it, but I'm pretty sure it was the biggest bomb of its year when it came out. Huge. It, it made you know it, it's it's the Pluto Nash of its year. Yeah. You know, God, which is Pluto Nash. which is always the risk you run. You know, it's like you know you. I'm gonna. You know, she, made, she made perfectly run, good money. Everyone associated with Mass Two made plenty of money. Oh yeah, but uh, and I think it's clear on <laughs> on every frame of that probably, which I didn't see, but I yeah. would guess it's clear that uh, everyone is aware that that's why they're there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's, you know, like, it's the Ghostbusters. Except for the, except for the Mask Two is Ghostbusters Two. It's like everyone, you know, and everyone finally just kept raising the price. Like, will you do it for this much? Will you do it for this much? Right. And once, once enough people said yes, they made the movie. Right. Yeah. All right. Just Brian, looking at the fact that there was no the Mask Two on IMDb, and I'm, I'm and trying to okay. figure out if I, I want to stall long enough for us to find out more information about no, the sequel to the movie. That just we turned, just watched. You know, well, I was about to there say was, there was a version of it, and and you know we we mentioned Descendants and stuff so I've been to the Dark Horse production offices and they have a wall of a bunch of scripts and among them are several drafts of the version the Mask 2 version they would have done with Jim Carrey I haven't had a chance to read them yet but there are at least like three drafts that they've got that they that Jim Carrey was like nah you know (laughs) are you gonna pay me $450,000 again exactly not so great I'm good I am alright the fictitious city featured in, in the film The Son of the Mask is called Fringe City Oh, even uh, farther than Edge City. Yeah, the Edge is, you know, it's sort of a realm. The Fringe is right there. 
That ben Stein was in Mask 2. Holy cow. Wow. Isn't that Playing a, the same part. Isn't that a perfect little picture of the way the careers have all gone? <laughs> Jim Carrey wouldn't do it. Ben Stein would. Ben Stein was all up in there. Anyway, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, you can always find more of our podcasts, which are basically a commentary every week for a different movie every week, uh, at downinfront.net. Uh, I've been, you know, the, the one that talks in the beginning and the end. T. Christie. <laughs> and also, uh, let's see, who else is here? It's... Uh, Brian Fenefter. Uh, hi, I'm the one that all talks other times. And Michael Dorkman Scott. Yep. And Trey Stokes. I'm the one talking now. And we have been down in front. Thank you very much. Good night, good night. Bye. friendsinyourhead.com